0: is up there bears fans the tailgate show is back we have been gone for what feels like about six weeks um but we are back uh vacations and pneumonia and god knows what else getting in the way of us doing our thing but all that's over now we are back what's up diddy what's up chair
1: what's up man just uh, happy to be home had a good vacation at disney uh Oh, I'm very grateful to be able to do a podcast. Oh, <laughs> <okay. laughs> oh there's uh, Oh man. Okay. well, you know. It's good uh, to talk shit with
2: you boys. About time. It. How you feeling, long. AA? I'm on the mend.
0: Um uh, got a relatively clean bill of health. The voice is still a little scratchy, the uh, cough is still lingering, but uh, I'm here, I'm in it to win it, doing a damn thing. It's Packer Ridge. We did week, make an effort. I'm
1: concerned. We did make an effort to get one in last week. I was in uh, Orlando and my wireless headset sounded like absolute horseshit. So,
0: yep.
1: yeah, nope. Somebody,
0: somebody told me that you guys tied two cans on a string together and tried to do a show. <laughs> 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 it almost
1: worked, too. <laughs> we we would have got away it. with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. <laughs> oh, no right now. string like on the other good. end. Yeah. We had some good conversation. Then I replayed it. I'm like, shit. Oh, man. Man. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Wires are your friend. Yeah. In, uh, in podcasting. Yes, sir.
1: So man. we got our mid preseason review here, huh?
0: Yeah, man. There's a to cover. There's lots the cover. There's a lot to cover. We have missed a lot. We haven't. Uh, we haven't uh, shot shit in a couple weeks. And wow, oh, a, lot, a lot mid-
2: Preseason review.
0: <laughs> yeah, was that like your
2: current affair? it's a current affair wow, wow. <laughs> i'm i'm chomping at the bit man let's fucking let's dig into this bullshit chomping
0: at the bit. well so uh first uh you know the i think one of the biggest things that happened over this the course of this uh little time period was our our boy fry went bye-bye so mm. that yeah uh, the bears announced that they have cut the kicker fry and they are down to Pinero uh, so he is getting all the reps and he is basically uh, given the, the chance to win the job uh, on
2: his own and hey, it's almost so- like we we almost guessed that at camp or something yeah right. hold on i'm gonna I'm gonna break my arm and pat myself on the back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. I mean we kinda I kind of expected it though. I mean they they traded for Eddie. It was kinda almost once they brought him in, you kinda knew that if if Pace was giving up any draft equity, it it was his job to lose.
2: Just a noticeable difference in the kickers, man. Just seeing them live, there's just a noticeable kick difference.
0: Yeah, well and, and listen, I mean, they've been saying it since the get go. They've been talking about the sound of the ball, the thump, you know, they you need a guy with a bigger leg. Um you know, and of the kickers that they brought in, you know, and we'll get into the, the whole kicker gate analysis um, bit a little bit later, but, I mean, Pinheiro just looked different, sounded different, and as you said, Diddy, they, you know, I mean, Pace and Nagy um, are pretty transparent. They've been pretty transparent through this, through this process, and if you see them go out and hand pick a guy, You know, and, and, uh, you know, I mean, it was just a seventh-round conditional um, pick. But still, I mean, look what a seventh-round pick can do for Ryan Pace. So it's not as if that's no value to him. And, you know, they went out and got this guy. Um, And, I mean, to me, he's been just the better kicker. To me, Fry looks like Parkey 2.0. He looks like he's aiming the ball. None of his kicks you know, seemed to be um, really with much authority. And we talked about it before that uh, Pinheiro looked better on the kickoffs, was really – was booting him out of the end zone. Um, And so, you know, he's uh, – for now, he's looking like he's won the job. And I say, great.
1: Yeah, it's going to be hard to – we don't really know, though. I mean, is he going to be the kicker? We'll see what's going to happen going forward. I mean, there's some – there's some restructuring going on. I don't know what that's for, but who knows if they're going to bring another guy in, if they have somebody that, that they're targeting. We don't really know. For now, yeah, Eddie's the guy, but you think, you, you think that uh, it, they're going to kick the tires on anybody else once the cuts start happening?
2: I think it's possible. I mean, anything's possible, but there's, just, there's something about having a guy as a weapon that you could you could line up realistically from 60 and feel like you've got... A better than fifty-fifty chance, and that's that's Pinheiro. I mean, he can he can launch one. We yeah. saw it in camp. We've seen it. And also, you talk about hidden yardage in the field position. You can't kick it through to the back of the end zone. Mm, I don't know what you're gonna do in the NFL anymore. Right. I mean, that's that that absolutely has to happen. You have to be able
0: to to kick it uh you know through the end zone and have no kickoff returns whatsoever i mean that can't even be a question um and with parky it was a question every single game and i think it would have been the same thing with fry um to me i mean the only reason that they're gonna look for somebody else is if he doesn't perform i mean this is this is probably one of the biggest things that there is to watch in the last preseason games is what he does um
1: you know, I don't. It's the, think... only, it's the only starting position we're seeing <laughs> in preseason is is soccer players. I mean, that's, yeah, it, that's right, where we're at. Exactly.
2: Right. Pat O'Donnell. Ole, 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 ole.
1: It, it's just wild. Not, not, we're not talking about starting battles or just, except for the kicker and there's nobody battling O'Donnell, but it's just them feats. Yeah. Feet.
0: I mean, you know, it's uh... – I mean I think it's good. I think it was good to, to to get down to one. I don't think I said it after uh Fry missed that kick in the giant game that he lost the job right there. Um because mm-hmm. that was just a weak ass kick. I know it was 47 yards, but it was a weak ass kick. Um and I just you know, I just felt like no, nope, that's it. Um, you know, unless Pinheiro really went out there and like shit the bed, like I just felt like Fry was was gone after that. Hey,
2: other um, guys who who lost their opportunity at the Gi- Giants game. Taequann Mizell.
1: See ya. <laughs> As we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, he shouldn't have been allowed back on the bus after that game, man. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know what he was doing around on the roster last year. I don't know if he has, like, what he has on pace and Nagy, but <laughs> you just wonder, man, like, what the hell is he even doing on this team anymore? Like, just go.
2: Yeah, I don't um, know. I mean, I, I think he must be a
0: good practice player or something. Um,
2: he's I, a I good don't... camp body. I, I'll give him that. He's a decent camp body, but they've replaced yeah. him with a kid from Kansas City now. and
0: Yeah. Right. He, 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 well, I mean, he's still not cut. I mean, let's be honest. He's still not cut. Well, don't, he, he's not going to stick
1: either. at receiver. He's not going to stick at running back. It would,
0: I don't know. I don't honestly uh, I, I just know. don't it's, get it. It's. Yeah. It's a puzzle to me. And at this point, and, and even last year, it was – honestly, it was making Pace and Nagy look bad that he was even on the field. I mean, you know, it, it was just like – it was the same thing with Burton. It's – you know, and then I get it that, you know, they do care about character and, and different things. But I think there's times where they just have blind spots for guys. Um, and, I mean, all coaches do that, let's be honest. But when, when guys go out there and just look awful and look like they don't belong on the field, like, that's got to stop, man. I mean, you, you know, like,
2: if, if this guy you gets wanna give a You want to give a kid an opportunity to put something on tape for his next audition, but the reality is, is his tape is atrocious right now at best. I so, mean, he, he,
0: he got into 10 games last year. Like, he saw – That's 10
2: more played. than he should have.
0: Exactly. So, like, (laughs) we're done giving this kid a chance to put stuff on tape. Like, that's all over now. And I do feel kind of bad. I mean, I'll be honest. There's times, you know, where I regret. I'm like, man, I don't know why I follow this guy on Instagram because now I feel bad for talking shit about him because you see him with his kids and stuff. And, like, you know, he's, you know, posting, like, the grind don't stop type of shit. And you, like, you feel bad. But it's like, you know what, man? Like, it's it's over for you, kid. Like, you know, like, it's just – there's just – it you just doesn't work out. Kevin White. <coughs> Kevin White. <coughs> exactly, Kevin White. I mean, we could jump ahead to that if you want. I mean, Sorry, I, mean no, I,
1: I want. I want to know why you get emotionally attached on Instagram because I, I don't give a fuck. Like, if you. No, if I'm you just suck, saying, saying. I have. Going.
0: I have. I have. You, you see them on Instagram with their kids, and and in the back of your oh, mind, you them. Oh man, see?
1: you're getting. Oh, that's sweet. Nah, well, it is what it is. I'm just being honest.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it it you know, oh, I'm being honest. Be good, you're such and, an and, asshole. And, and I don't. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is I don't. I, I feel bad for the guy because he hasn't made 16.6 million dollars like Kevin White did. Okay, like he's a guy who's no, a, But a, I've seen I've seen people on social media, with pictures player. of their
1: kids that put their kids up in all these pictures of magic, I still think they're fucking assholes. So.
0: I agree. I'm just saying I feel I feel bad for the guy because, you know, like uh, you see that and you see, you know, this whatever. And then you see everybody on Twitter and everybody talking shit like, who is this guy? You know, why is he on the field? And then you think about, like, their kids reading that or, I mean, his kids aren't old enough, I don't think, to read that. That's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm like,
1: just messing with you, bro.
0: Oh, no, it's fine. Mess away. I'm just saying that, you know, number one. Why do Pace and Nagy keep putting him out there? It's it's embarrassing for the guy. Like they are not doing him a favor. They are doing him a disservice. Like you wanna you wanna give him a job? You think he's a stand up guy? Fine, give him a fucking job. Put him on the practice squad again. You know, let him make a you know a hundred thousand dollars, you know, for doing jack shit for carrying footballs, you know, or whatever, uh being a running scout team, you know, for
2: for the defense. whatever. But well, one thing he is doing is he's taking carries away from potential starters which is fine by me. Well, no, no I mean so that th- th- that's, season, that's th-
0: fine, but 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 in the last season when he got in 10 games and he was like in crucial spots. I mean, I know he had that one touchdown against Detroit, but and he had like he had one like third down catch, but everything else was garbage and like I'm sorry but the dude is He's not a foot. He's not an NFL football
2: player. No, I,
1: I don't mind it so much in the preseason because this that that's what this preseason is for us now is just seeing the backups. So I don't mind him getting opportunities, small opportunities in the preseason, but regular season, no. I, I didn't. I didn't, I hated it last year.
0: Right. Well, and and the other thing that I don't have sympathy for him is you know these guys like, I hate all these guys who aren't even players and and don't have never done anything in the league all of a sudden they have nicknames and you know they're out there like you know uh you know fronting and and acting like they got money and all this stuff and you know it's like oh i'm a little smoky and you know this that and the other it's like bro you're not on the bears (laughs) like you're fucking like zach miller is more of a bear than you are like get the fuck out of here with that you know, and, and it, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's a mixed bag. It's like you feel bad for the guy. But honestly, it's like, what are Pace and Nagy doing putting that guy out there again and again and again? It is like it's like a fucking charity project or something. It's like, oh, well, let's see if Little Smokey can can get some tape together. So, he, right. you know, like, who's going to pick that guy up? Like, really? <laughs> like, really? Everybody nobody. Everybody hurts. Sometimes. Uh, right? I'm saying like, <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, you know, it's embarrassing. And, and there was a lot of that giant game that honestly was that
2: it was embarrassing. Um, mm. it, you let's know. talk about, let's talk Jonathan Bullard, shall we? Can we talk about Jonathan Bullard? Actually, actually
1: saw, I actually saw him come through the line pretty fast and recover a fumble, which was a positive. I it's mean, right one positive. in front of him, he, he got
2: no, in there in quick. Though. He got in there quick. Yeah, though. no. No, fuck that guy. Sorry, I'm okay. up over him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I heard Uh-oh. both sides. I heard, I heard both sides of it. I heard that that he basically got bumped into the lot into the lane and and it was a gift. I mean, that's more what I read than anything else that, you know, I mean, the guy I don't know. He doesn't impress me. He's never really impressed me. Um you know he's surrounded now by by all pros and you know studs, and he still doesn't flash. Like he, you know, right. he's, playing, he's playing against second stringers. Um, you he's know, he's
1: got some competition too. I mean, on the defensive line, Nick Williams and Abdullah Anderson, I thought looked really good and disruptive in Week One. Anyway, I know we, I don't want to bounce around got, too much, but those guys look pretty good Week One.
2: We've yeah. got to find that backup for Eddie. So Eddie Goldman can get a fucking breather every once in a while. And to me, that is a – it's now, in my mind, almost like it's a mission now. We've got to find that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I I, I think Nick Williams is supposed to be that guy, but I don't know that many teams that really have backup nose tackles. I mean, you know, like they – I mean, you may know more about the technical side of this than me, but it seems like – when Eddie's not in there, it's passing downs anyway. So, so it's not like we're it's not like he's getting gas and we're pulling him. And we really needed him for, you know, some goal line or some you know first down, second down. Like, I mean, I agree with you, but I just don't know who has that. I mean, who's the backup to, to Damon Harrison in Detroit? You know, like who's the backup to
2: you know any of these? Teams uh-huh. with, I believe it's the Packer guy that just went up there. Correct?
1: Daniels could spell him if they were playing. In a
2: right. Well, yeah,
0: that's right. That's a. I mean, that's a good point. They they had that luxury now because the Packers are stupid. Um, yes, know. they are. So as are so,
2: being as they're being carted off the field.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, so I don't know. I mean, as far as that giant game in air quotes. I mean, here's the things that I think about it. One is that we're playing that team this season. So. They threw absolutely nothing out there of any type of game plan. Um, they really didn't like. I don't. Well, think they don't. They don't anyway. They don't anyway. But even less with a team that is on the schedule this year. Like they don't want to give them any usable tape. So you know, I don't. I don't take a lot from that. I mean, obviously, Chase Daniel didn't look great, um, no, no, but no, no, he, he, do you really want to get
1: into that. No, I don't want to get into it, but I think talk about a guy that, that I think he should be paid to be like a assistant quarterback coach or something, get him the hell off the field. I, I can't stand Chase Daniels. He's so limited. He's so unathletic. I I think they're I, mean, I, th- I, I- think they're really doing our, our – are these wide receivers that are trying. We we talked in length about how much depth we have at wide receiver. And then you you out you bring out these quarterbacks that are actually doing these guys trying to make the team a disservice because they suck. I'm sorry, I, man. Like I, I, I agree I re-
0: with that statement, but I I, I, I on Marvin judge.
1: Hall, I'm not happy.
0: Of course not.
1: There, there were some wide open guys, man. Wims was wide open. Hall was wide well, open. He, like
0: he hit he hit Whims. I mean, you know, he he threw some some good balls to Whims. They didn't get any balls to the tight ends. Um, pause. Nah, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> like. He just, I mean, like, I will judge Chase by what he does with the ones and with the actual game plan, but it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good look. I I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and panic about our backup quarterback position. I don't think anybody in the league feels great about their backup quarterback position right now. Um, I mean, are you honestly going to sit here and tell me that Teddy Bridgewater is better than Chase Daniel? I don't yep. believe that. I
2: don't believe that. That's that's a good conversation. I, I think, think
1: I, I think he is. I think he already has a better starting resume than Chase. He's, he's better until he, you know, like trips on a blade of grass
0: and and is I out I I would
1: take Tyrod Taylor over Chase. Oh Lord, hell no. Yes, I, I Tyrod would.
0: Taylor could not even run this offense at all. No oh, way in it. hell. Chase
1: Daniels think, has been in this offense most of his career. Correct. Chase Daniels has been in the NFL for eleven years, Chase and Daniels, he sucks. Right, but Chase
0: Daniels also like the size of Rick Moranis. Like, I mean, he's he's no.
2: not like
0: he's he's extremely limited. They know what he is. Uh, also, I, I, if anything, also keep, I
2: think. Go ahead. So, to also keep in mind that he's running with the tears on the offensive line, and
0: that's that's he, the other thing. And 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 if I. Anything that I would take out of the Giants game, I'm definitely a little concerned about the depth on the offensive
2: line. Um, you know, I agree. I think I won't, Did we misjudge the depth on this team? Maybe, maybe that's not the whole team day. on that unit. I think they were
1: going up against one. No, I'm so, i, I
2: know, know it. Roy Rob had a hell of a time with Hernandez. Hernandez pushed him around pretty good. You know, well, and like th- his- the, the
0: Giants' offensive line looks improved. Uh, I'll be honest, like. For them to, for them to even you know be moving the ball yeah. like they were was surprising They, spent they some wanted, money on that O line though. They did, they did. They went out and signed a bunch of guys. I mean, you know, I wanted them to sign the the Patriots dude that they got.
1: Um, that dude, I think Lucas, dude. man, Lucas sucks at left tackle. He's he's Lucas, Lucas, yeah,
0: bro. He's he's just big. I mean, he's not. He shouldn't be a tackle. Yeah. He
3: could
0: be. He could be in. You know, he could be a guard. I don't see him as a tackle. Um, you know, I, I actually think that Larson looks pretty good. I think that Bars looks pretty good. Um,
2: I, think, uh, I think Clemens. Bars is gonna, I think Bars is going to make it. I, I yeah. think like, see him out there, man. I a Notre Dame that's guy true. that's actually going to make a roster. Well, well offensive
0: I, linemen, come on, Jer. <laughs> they're an offensive line factory. They don't have a big-ass
1: contract, Jer. That's true. It, he did. Oh know,
0: yeah, yeah. There's one. But I think he got overpaid. <laughs> I mean, they 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 gave him the bag for a guy who hasn't really, you know. I mean, he's he's been all right, but you know, like I don't you know. I mean, look at Dar- look at you know the Colts <laughs> running back that made the pro or linebacker that made the Pro Bowl, and look at Roquan Smith. I mean, is is he that much better than those guys? I don't think so. I mean, he looks pretty good. You know, they got a good tandem with uh, Vander Ash and him, but I don't like. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Like, to pay a oh line.
2: yeah. Like on Hogan Johns, they discussed that maybe that bars could be that long-term solution to the uh, Kyle Long. Oh, for sure. He, I
1: he think kn- so. He knows. He knows and, what Harry expects. You know and Mustafer And, must
0: and Mustafer will definitely end up on the practice squad just because. Uh. I whatever, like I, I, you got an act to grind against him for some reason. No he's man. You I mean, I way. haven't, I haven't watched that him that closely, but I haven't like seen, I haven't heard anybody else say that he's like a bum.
1: Well, he's like, on he snapped that bad ball to Chase. Granted, Chase, should, it was a little bit to the right. He should have caught it, wasn't he? The one that snapped it to him Mustafer
0: been snapping. I don't think I thought he's Larson the is the, I thought Larson's the second. No, team. I think Mustafa's well, snapping. is that the ball.
2: third. Must have yeah. the third. Okay.
0: Team. All right. Well, maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, one thing I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna overreact to that game. I mean, I just. But when at did, the same when time. When did Bradley
1: soul forget how to block? Oh.
0: Well, he forgot how to block because he, he dropped brutal. forty pounds. Yeah. I mean, you know, straight up, <laughs> like, you know, he's he's blocking guys that outweigh him by sixty pounds now.
1: So. Yeah, I, I mean, I would just, I, I wish they would have just made, like, it, eventually, though, with this back-of-quarterback situation, I just want to see him bring in a guy that could replace Bray, maybe, a young kid, that a practice squad guy, but somebody that could come in and kind of develop, man. Some, you need somebody that can come yeah. in and be that guy. Like, just, well, I, I, think I, you're
2: gonna, I think the, the drum's are already being beaten for that,
1: you know? Yeah, I, think that's, I hope
2: so. I don't know if it's this like year or next year. Like, Tyler Tyler Bray's embarrassing.
1: I like, just hope, hope Mitch gets to a point this season where we don't have to keep these guys around like the Sanchezes and the, the Chase Daniels of the world that need to be there for support because he's already – but once he fully grasps the system, you can bring guys in to develop behind him.
3: Yeah. Would
2: you, ta- would you take – we'll just have a little fun with this. Would you take Brian Horrier if he became available right now?
3: I would,
0: Chase? Have, I would love yes. to have Josh McCown, the Eagles, man. The Eagles gave Josh McCown $2 million. I'd much rather have him than Chase Daniel. Period. That's okay. not the question. Okay, yes, I would take Hoyer <laughs> over Chase Daniel. Yeah, yes. I would take Hoyer. Yep. Absolutely. Because Hoyer at least has like a body that isn't a liability. Like Chase is so short that he can't even make all the throws because the throwing lanes are just straight up not there for him.
1: I think Hoyer would be better in this offense because he's the kind of quarterback that will get the ball to the playmakers.
0: 100. percent
1: I mean, you know, interesting,
0: he, he, interesting. Nagy talks about you know, Mitch. He wants or Mitch said Nagy wants him to be the point guard. You know, just get the ball to the to the playmakers. I mean, a guy like Hoyer. That's I mean, that's that's what he does. He's just a dink and dunk guy. The problem with Chase is that he can't even. He can't like the the middle of the field is just non-existent to him because everything gets knocked down.
1: Oh, linebacker. Yeah. Linebacker's best friend. When he starts throwing the down, like yeah, in the middle,
0: <laughs> everything gets slow. And, and I don't know who the hell told him that he can run. It's oh. like, like, yeah, dude, you're not, you're not the slowest guy in the world. You're not Bernie Kosar. You're not Tom Brady, but bro, like he is one little bootleg away from like dying. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't understand what he thinks he's doing, you know, out there in that big ass helmet, looking like a goon, you know. Out, it's like just stop. You know what I mean?
2: Like you give us time off, we are spitting some serious venom already. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, there were some there were some positives in that game though. I think that kid, that kid James Waters, man, Voters? out of nowhere. I thought he he he's had a couple turnovers now.
0: Uh, yeah. He's uh-huh. got nose for the ball. Clifton Duck has a nose for the ball. I don't think he's going to mind. I think he's got an outside shot. I,
1: think, I don't know. Yeah, Duck, Duck's been... He's, Duck a pra-
0: he's a practice squad guy. I like him, but he's, he's not like... I mean, you, you know, I just don't think he's a guy that you could really put on the roster. Just because of all the other pieces that you need on this roster. I mean, there's going to be some tough decisions...
1: The tough uh, decision. null has been looking good, man. null and, uh, and uh, White's going to be interesting. I mean, Noll has – I'd like to see him as, as like a fullback tight end hybrid type. But right. he, he needs – I think he he should be – I think he might be a lock for the roster the way he's been playing. I don't think Null makes the roster.
2: You don't? Kareth no. White's too explosive. You can't yeah. keep that explosive. Care, no, care but if White. they
1: keep they keep Nall on as a fullback tight end slash – They don't need
0: that. I don't think they're going to run any of that. They're not running any of that because that's absolutely what they don't want. They want this this formation that has no tells, you know. They're going to run a lot of two back, uh, one tight end, and, you know, two receivers uh, sets, I think and it's going to be you know it's going to be patterson and cohen it's going to be davis and cohen it's going to be montgomery and cohen it's going to be you know uh patterson and davis um you know it's it's going to be mix and match but you all of a sudden throw Nall in there (laughs) like you you could literally just erase half of the things that they might do when Nall comes out there because he's he can run
1: and he can catch
0: no, not really. It's like Jordan uh, no, he has.
1: He, no, he's a way better receiver than Howard, man. Uh,
0: okay, uh, he's it, a better receiver than Howard, but he's not any type of a of a disguised threat in the way that those other guys are. Kareth White is ten times the athlete that that Ryan Nall is.
1: I think if you put all at fullback, he'd be one of the most athletic fullbacks in the league.
0: I just don't think they're going to use a fullback. There's no signs of what they've been running in in the pre, I mean, I know they're not showing a lot, but I didn't see any sense that they have any interest in any type of fullback position. In the days I was at camp,
2: but like no, we said, like we no said before, back. kudos to these guys for making it a discussion. I mean, yeah. hell, that, that's a big deal. And but honestly, Gareth White's fucking—he's too fast. He's too I athletic. I mean, you if you can't Kareth let White, that guy leave, you can't let it, him
0: go. If Kareth White hadn't had those penalties, I mean, he would have had a 100-plus-yard return and a 65-yard.
1: Kareth White is our insurance policy when Cohen's contract comes up.
0: Look, I mean, at the end of the day, they have a model. I'll take theater. I'm just saying, man. Of course he is. You have a model, and you continue to draft it again and again and again. It's smart. I just feel like Nall at this point is the outlier. He's not, you know, like he does not fit the mold of any of the players that are on the. No, what they're trying to, what they're trying to do. I mean, he, you know, it, it's like I, that's why Burton's gone. I don't, I don't think. Like I just Can don't he, think he's gonna the first do
2: night, it. Could he gain thirty pounds and be a tight end? I don't
0: know. Nah, I don't even want to. You know, like we don't need to do that. I mean, I'm not even a fan of this soul. Like,
1: does he need to experiment. though? What does, what does that do from the the Redskins back in the day there? Cooley, Shit. yeah, Chris yeah, Chris Cooley. Does, does That's what I'm saying. like
0: an H back. It's like an H back thing. I mean, I just don't feel like that that fits what they're trying to do, and I, and I don't think that they run the offense in the way in the same way that Kansas City and Philly run it, you know. Where they do use a fullback. I mean, I just, I don't see that. I think Bur- they was in on plays once in a while. Right, but I think they've moved past that. I think Helfrich and Nagy are on to some other shit now. And and that's awesome. Because you know what? Like, everybody in the league has been studying this Andy Reid, um, you know, uh, and and Eagles offense. And so I think I think Helfrich and Nagy are onto some new shit right now.
1: It's possible. But, I just I've just seen a lot of improvement from null. You know, I, I, he's one guy that's kind of stood out to me in the first absolutely. Games.
0: I think he's I think he's improved, but is he as he improved enough and shown enough to make this roster? I do not think so. Just because you I don't think there's a spot for him, man. Oh, that's there's it. Him. It's it's just a numbers game with him. It's it, three years ago. If Nall had put together this camp, I'd be like, "Oh, damn! This guy's making the team. Like, you know, we, you know, great. Like, look at this guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it, you know, it's like when Jeremy Langford and Kadim Carey, you know, looked really good, and then Jordan Howard came along.
1: Yeah, Nall's my gentry, him. man. Nall's my gentry this season. I just leave it alone. For sure.
2: I, I mean, love but Kadim Carey, I loved him. Yeah. He was just ugh. Didn't work. I don't even know what happened on
0: that. I mean, he didn't really like to block. He got I know
2: in. I think. I think he had he injuries. In,
0: he got injured a little bit, but sometimes guys just—I mean, for whatever reason, they just kind of fall out of, uh, you know, fall out of favor. I mean, don't forget that the NFL is a is a good old boys club too, and it's a lot of who you know, um, you know, because you see, look at the way Nagy and Pace continue to operate. It's like every time the Chiefs and the Saints cut somebody, it's like they, hey, we know this guy. We're familiar with him. They'd rather take a guy that they've met and they've talked to and that they've, you know, uh, got, have have worked with over somebody that maybe is more talented but they don't know him, you know. Um, I mean, this, this kid they picked up from Kansas City, I don't know who he is. I don't know what the point I – don't, I don't even know what he's, what he's there for. Is he going
2: to make he's the roster? I think he's there, so uh... – you don't have to give it to One Mizell anymore in the backfield,
0: right? And I think he's there because Kareth White's getting wrapped in bubble wrap now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I think Kareth White showed enough to to wrap up and and mm-hmm. not see the field again. And he was so playing late
1: in the he was playing late in the game though.
0: He was, but then he had a. I think he was the, probably the brightest spot of that Giants game. Um,
1: in I think Noll. I think Noll is a. More, I I think Nall a better running back at this point. And there, I think I think White is more of a developmental piece, but he's more explosive. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I just feel exactly. like
0: Null is the kind of back that like he's like a throwback. He, he's not he's not the kind of
2: back that anybody really wants anymore. If this was John yeah, Fox's team, i good hand, I'm seeing good hands though, team, man. If this was John Fox's team, he would already be on the roster. I think.
1: No, I'm just saying. I think he's a. a I think you're underrating him as a receiver. I think he's shown really good hands. That's why I had the, the thought that he, would, he may pan out at playing tight end if they were willing to give him a shot. I mean, he's he's shown better receiving skills than some of the guys they have out there right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, they, they they didn't really throw to the tight ends in that game much, so right. I don't know that you could tell anything about the tight ends from that game. Um, well, that's because they were getting
2: bum-rushed, man.
0: Exactly. I mean, and that's so bad. right. So that's, bad. So That's the biggest thing that I think, you know, that Chase Daniel can't do is those seam routes that the tight ends run.
1: Yeah, uh, I just, I just like seeing the the improvement of guys like Nall and and uh, Wims too, man. Like Wims has been improved a ton, and it oh, just yeah, so you, is, you just see that they've been really putting in hard work. So you kind of want to see. Something
0: could happen for him. Wims has made the roster. I don't think that's an. I think Dowery they. Anymore.
1: I, I think, think he needs to be. I think he needs to be kind of bubble wrap, honestly. Oh, for
0: sure. He shouldn't be on the field anymore. Like, let Jordan Williams, Lambert, and Walker, and and these guys, you know, do whatever they're gonna do. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even put Chase Daniel oh. out there again.
1: I wouldn't ever yeah, put Chase Daniel on the field that. on the field again, even if there was no. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I would probably like. See if John Franklin could uh, take some snaps.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, or, uh, I guess that Joe Walker kid was a quarterback or converted yeah,
1: quarterback. Yeah, something. Too. Tariq, something. I, I'm good. <laughs> Tariq, good
0: Lord. I guess at least Tariq could throw the jump pass, right?
1: Yeah, didn't there Burton play quarterback in high school or something? Yeah, Burton was a quarterback. <laughs> <player>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's. Uh, I don't think Burton has a stomach for it. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, of course, you saw a lot of mm-hmm. fools, a lot of fools on Twitter panicking about about the Giants game, and you know, I mean, it's just like people should not watch the preseason and, and have these kind of like knee jerk reactions. I know it's Twitter. It's I, about, I
2: have a question you know, so as yeah. a fan because uh-huh. I'm getting ready to go to the Indianapolis game.
1: Sure. Do you f- I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I mean, how do you feel about that as a fan? Do you feel like? It's a game that you bought. You bought a ticket for, and you're not going to get to see anybody. I mean,
0: is it? I mean, I is, think, I, do you think take at it this like point, a
2: camp experience, or do you take it. At
0: this point, you are going, yeah, like a fan fest. And I, I, I think if you have any expectation of seeing starters in preseason games, you're not paying attention.
2: Right. To, which, to I, I, which I know. But right. It's like. The future of the NFL. How, I mean, how does this affect it? Because we've obviously uh, Nagy's changed the game. You know what I'm saying? It's like
1: I don't know. Nope. I think the Rams are doing it before Nagy. It's but. not
0: just Nagy. I agree. I think it's McVay and Nagy and 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 this 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 era of coaches. But I mean, it's all going to depend on the CBA, it, which is upcoming. So yeah, the know, old
1: school coaches are still doing it. I mean, guys like Brady are going to play. Uh, I think Mahomes right, but, was in with but, but Kansas look, City.
0: Cam Newton got hurt tonight, you know. Um the the Packers didn't play anybody in their second um preseason game. And they, you know, unfortunately they played they they were playing uh, you know, second and third stringers tonight, and they had I guess Rashawn Gary's okay, but uh St. Brown, the second year receiver out of Notre Dame, looks like he broke his ankle. Um, which is, you know, I mean, football's a violent game. You could get injured you know on play one of of game one of the season but at least it's in the fucking regular season
1: that's why you don't go to Canada to play football
2: right for sure I mean you know like what kind of franchise does that (laughs) shots fired at your brother did you
0: (laughs) right but did you see why they did that they did that because it was the Raiders the Raiders saved a half a million dollars off of the lease with Oakland by going and playing in that stadium that's that is one hundred percent why that shit happened. And the Packers don't care because, you know, they got a bunch of, you know, like uh Canadian fans. You think they're, stock- I mean, they're they're practically in they're Canada anyway.
2: Their stockholders have to be really upset. I mean, I'm yeah, sure they have ridiculous. They're they're stockholders. <laughs> there's, gonna be, there's gonna be a
0: meeting in the back of farm and fleet uh, some guy in the, some guy some guy in a pickup truck with a megaphone it's gonna be like I just, we ain't taking this no more we're mad as hell
2: <laughs> i just got done mil- milking old bessie and by damn it i see my team in canada
0: <laughs> yeah what the hell man <laughs> those socialists keep them socialists away from our team <laughs> what next yeah, i mean it's just it's bad man uh, i don't i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen with the preseason i know it's meaningless i know it's worthless um you know i don't uh,
2: think it's completely meaningless but i do think that as a fan boy you know it is the one time you can go see your team at a a relatively cost effective rate
1: i've been wanting them to get rid of it for years and just do joints well, well you know, always you always advocate for joints well but... yeah no but i think you're going to see <laughs> that eventually if if the of coaches course. the coaches continue to do this they're just going to get rid of it and just have joint practices i think you're, you're going to so get what, you get more what out they of joints you get more out of joint practices anyway because you're getting starters playing against each other with more reps.
0: I, I agree with that, um, although I think the joint practices this year were a little bit of a mixed bag. I mean, obviously, you know, the Packers and Texans was was kind of, a, you know, from the Packers' side was kind of a shit show, um, you know, and – I mean, but, yeah, I agree with you. It's just going to be about the CBA. The the league is not going to sacrifice the money that they make from those preseason games unless there's a way for them to replace it. So whatever that is, whether it's, you know, I mean, the the fans are going to pay for it anyway. They're going to pay for it in the regular
2: season. season If you have a a season ticket, you get packaged with preseason games too, correct? Correct. So they can upcharge you. Correct.
0: if If they lose two preseason games, they are going to pick it up on the back end. One hundred percent. The rest of the the other tickets are going to go up. I mean, and that is what it is. That's fine. But personally, I think all the preseason games should be like the fan fest and be really, you know, cheap. Um, And and, you know, and and they should just treat it like that. Well, with
2: as many people aren't going, I would say that that's probably a next step. I I kind of peeked at the Atlanta game and it looks like uh, people were dead. There's nobody there. The, <laughs> you know the what I'm thing?
1: saying? It's not so much from like for me for buying a ticket to go to a game experience. It's just like a happy medium. You don't want your players getting hurt, but at the same time, we have guys that we need to develop. It's not like Mitch is a 10 year all pro vet that you know what you're going to get. Like we, he, there's things he needs to improve on. And to the, the, the whole old school mentality where you do—I mean—I think live reps are valuable. I don't want him injured, so I'm not upset with the way Nagy's handling it. But at the same time, you, you don't want him to start the development game one of the season. Like we—that those simulated practices from from people that were there—they couldn't share too much on a podcast. I heard were saying that that was nowhere near the game speed of a preseason game or a regular season game. Those, oh, simu- no. those simulated I mean, games Nagy was talking about Mitch in the press. Knows,
0: Mitch knows at the end of the day in those games that he cannot get hit. I mean, th- that's right. just, you're wearing that, you know, that orange jersey, you know, or the red, it's like the version of the red jersey, uh, you know, you can't get hit.
1: So I think James you know. Jones was commenting on NFL Network talking about um, OBJ being out and how you know, like receivers and quarterbacks need to get on the same page with how the receiver runs a route, and they need to know, you know what I mean, there's a chemistry there. And yeah. if you're not working that out, and, and there were times last season where we saw it where it was off a little bit, the timing, and you, you want all that, uh, it's it's just, again, you don't want you the players to get hurt, but you want, you want Mitch to, to speed up the process a little bit. And I just feel like starting him off week one, we really don't know where he's at. We really don't, because training camp. You can, Nagy yeah. can make all the excuses he wants that oh, I was telling Mitch to do that. Well, that at a certain point, like it should work a, a little bit, right? I know it's a good defense, but you would have liked to see more success more successful passes there. I, mean, and- I
0: think he, I think he did have successful passes. I I think that the I think that the supposed bad throws of practice are were way overblown. I I really don't think. There were so many days where you know it was just like, oh, Mitch can't, you know, Mitch isn't doing anything because the regular, the regular, uh, you know, out routes and underneath and throws to the backs and all that stuff. When I was there, it looked great. I mean, he's he's putting the ball in in good positions for guys to to run with it. Um, the stuff that was a little rougher was, you know, stuff where it was it was contested. Down the sideline. I mean, stuff, yeah, he needs to make. Like, let's let's be honest. He needs to make those throws. But at the end of the day, like, just because he doesn't, you know, doesn't really mean anything to me in practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and as far as, like, people were complaining about the one-on-one drills. Like... Come on. like the, I get
1: the, that before the preseason games, but like, when is it important? So he's not playing any preseason games. So you want him to look crisp in practice, right? Because the he should be looking good in practice. That's yes why he's not no, playing in the games.
0: But as they said, as Helfrich and Nagy all said, and I know it's them putting spin on stuff and being glass half full, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, you learn from mistakes. Like you don't gain anything necessarily from – you know, from oh wow, look at Mitch with all his laser beams. You know, like he, he, and and I don't think he, I don't think they're lying when they say that. You know, they're telling him to, to throw the ball no matter what. He's what he, the one thing he's not doing in practice is he's not throwing it away and he's not running out of bounds and he's not he's no matter what he's throwing, the the route. Like if 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 a play is supposed to go to a certain um receiver he's throwing it no matter what how it's covered and he's he's trying to make that but what he's trying to show naggy is okay this is what the play is showing me this is you know this is the, the 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 route that i'm supposed to hit and i'm gonna do it no matter what because it's practice and because they want it on tape and they want to you know, that's what I'm saying. Like I just I'm, not being, I'm
1: not trying to be negative about Mitch. I think he will arrive to the point we want him. I'm just saying I understand both sides of the coin right now because we really don't know. There's right. hope. There's worry from some fans, but and I, I understand both sides at this point. What we don't really know what we're going to get. Agreed,
0: but I think that for the most part, you have far more evidence to suggest that he is going to progress than than the opposite. There's there's really not a lot of evidence that says that he's going to regress. There just I, isn't.
1: I know Moon Mullen touched on an under center podcast. He's saying he, his feeling after watching training camp is Nagy's he's trying to basically keep Mitch from the scrutiny of having a bad performance in the preseason. I don't know if I really believe that take, but that's something he's putting out there and he he was at training camp. Um, he's He's been around for a bit. You, you
0: oh, Moon's, Moon's seen it all. I mean, that guy's forgotten more about football than we'll ever know. I'm not. I I just think there's a little bit of that going on. Sure. I mean, I think you know, number one, it, Nagy's not gonna put any of their real offense out there on tape in a preseason game,
2: even if Mitch is playing. So there's that. Well, let's not let's not let's not get it twisted. The confidence isn't a huge part of being a football player, too. It, Exactly. You go in with confidence.
1: Yeah, he Even just he, he just find it kind of odd that that Nagy's handling it this way. It just seemed something seems off to him, is what he's saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed check. a different I only saw two practices. I noticed a difference. I think he feel it. feels like he's far more in command of things. He's he's not looking to run as much. He, you know, on the, on the the checkdowns and the and the throws out to the backs and. You know the little underneath stuff. It's all right there. It's all crisp. It's all in in good spots for the for the guys to make plays on. Everything he threw to Cohen was money. Everything he threw to Allen Robinson was money. He was making money throws to to Wims. You know. Um, you know it. Shaheen looked rough. Burton didn't play. Uh, like I said, when he threw to Broniker, it was a catch. Like I mean. The defense made some plays, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I think that what's just, you know, what's typical Bears coverage is that if if Mitch was looking fantastic and the defense was getting shredded by Mitch, it would not be, oh, look at Mitch, he's 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 r- arrived. It would be this defense is regressing just like we said it would because Fangio's not here anymore.
2: I mean, you on now Broniker. have... Boy, boy. Go ahead. Is that what you just said? Dead on Dead on Broniker? That
0: would make a good shirt. I think, yeah, it would make a good shirt. Broniker is, I mean, I don't think Broniker's going to go out there and get 50 catches, but I think he is going to, there's going to be a few times this season where Broniker's going to come up with some big third downs. He's going to be a, a safety blanket for Mitch um, when the play breaks down, just like he's been yeah. a few times in the past. Yeah, I
1: I don't want to be mistaken. I'm not trying to be – I'm not being no, negative on Mitch. I'm, I'm bringing this up for discussion be. purposes because you, you, I'm just bringing be. up what both sides of the equation are saying. I agree with you.
2: We haven't seen uh, – We missed this dick, this dick move that you got. <coughs> Pause. It's been so long. <laughs> what dick, what, what, Terry what, what dick we, move? Terry just said we missed this dick.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, get, I get that a lot. You have that. Yeah, look, Close your like, but anyway. it's 100- oh I'm not a Packer it's,
0: fan. It's a hundred percent fair to to say those things. It's a hundred percent fair to make the statement that we haven't seen it. Because you know what, we haven't. And all last preseason we hemmed and hawed and we bitched and and we, you know, sat here and and pounded the table because the only way you get better is by playing in the preseason, you know, oh, like,
1: speaking like that, I actually did do a film breakdown of Mitch Trubisky's first preseason game and how crisp the handoffs were and mm, how how good he took those to snaps. Mike
0: Davis, yeah. well, I mean that's the other thing that's happened is familiarity oh, wow. sometimes sometimes um, sometimes people forget about players. Like, we haven't seen Mike Davis, so a lot of people right now are like... Yeah,
1: you and, Te- you and Tech weren't very impressed with him. I thought I thought he was, I thought he looked really fast. Talking like, about it, I've never said anything f- bad about Mike Davis. I've oh, never said anything bad about Mike Davis. I saw on the last pod you were, Davis. you were saying, Davison. Uh, he didn't play that no. great yet. I don't remember uh, saying it. It's not funny you was- guys did.
0: I mean, maybe maybe may Roll how
2: it's roll the tape. T- I, t- <laughs> I,
0: I have been on record as saying that Mike Davis is going to get over 100 carries probably and get five, six hundred yards rushing and probably three, four hundred yards receiving. I was like
1: I was impressed with his burst in the first preseason game. He's a, he's a lot faster than I thought he was.
0: I was impressed with him in camp. I, he didn't, didn't really show much in the preseason that I've seen. I mean, I don't he got handed off by to Mitch by four three times and I don't really know what else he did, but, but he, he's fast and he's, and you know, he's elusive and the Seahawks were not excited to lose him, but they, they have, you know, they have cap problems. So it's going
1: to be interesting to see though, Davis could end up being our starting running back going into the season, just from the simple point. He's more of a veteran, right? He, he was, uh, he's, he's like Montgomery looked like he had some issue picking up some blocks. Like those are things he needs to learn. So
0: Right. Well, I think your your first official depth chart is going to be Davis, Cohen, and then Montgomery. As I don't know who the fourth back is, probably Kareth White, but that is gonna be your I think that that is gonna be your first official depth chart.
1: You think With so? That, I don't know. I don't absolutely. know Cohen's that gadget guy though. I-, I think you're gonna see Montgomery back and back up Davis.
0: But he's a he's a running back on this roster. There's oh my bad.
1: This is like sacrilegious because he' Let's talk about Montgomery's magical seven-yard run.
0: That, right. That, I mean, you had
1: people, come, you had people like putting the gold jacket on him.
0: I agree, and I thought that was stupid, and and you know, people were comparing him to Barry Sanders and Walter Payton, and it's like just slow uh, the fuck he, He's down. gonna be,
1: he's gonna be awesome, but yes. I think, but it was like but wow, seven was, yards, man. Like we're we're hungry. Run.
0: I mean, even Nagy had to check himself on that front because he gushed. Like right after the game, and then the next press conference, he's like, "Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't want to be, you know, because he, you know, because he was, I mean, he was gushing right after it happened,
1: you know." Well, at, he finally got it back with vision that can catch and, like, he's shifty as hell, and make yardage out yeah. of nothing. Like that's that's big for his offense.
0: Right. I mean, you know, but you look at, there's a lot of guys right now. There's a lot of uh, backs right now that are looking pretty good. As well, you know what I mean. The kid that that the Patriots took after they, you know, uh, took Winovich, who's looking great. Um, Sanders,
1: know,
0: right? I mean, the the kid uh, that Buffalo drafted, that not single, not not Singletary, but the other kid, Davis or something, looks. I mean, there's a lot of backs. That's all I'm saying is, you know, I love Montgomery. I think Montgomery's going to be fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but, definitely. But running backs, man, are kind of a dime a dozen right now. Like, you know, I just, I, you know, if if you ask me what's more important in in terms of draft, it's 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 offensive line clearly. If you don't yeah. have a decent offensive line, I don't care who you have back there at running back, he better be Barry Sanders if your offensive line is trash. So, right. I mean, I'm just saying that when the official depth chart comes out, I think that Davis is going to be your quote-unquote starter what does that mean i don't know it might not be long
1: though right
0: but it doesn't matter there's not going to be a guy that gets 250 carries in this offense there just isn't that's not happening nor should Uh, there be no and nor should there be exactly i mean it's too much on them it's too brutal
1: well, yeah, and people have to understand that the the run attempts, when you when you factor that in with an RPO offense, those those swing passes, the short stuff, is an extension of the run game in this offense. So, you have to factor those things into those attempts, those rushing attempts as a of team.
0: Of course, it's touches. It's all about touches. Exactly. You know, I, if if they have, let's say, they have forty-five touches for running backs a game. And it goes 15, 15, 15. I think we're going to be in good shape, you know, between the three of those guys. I mean, to be honest, I think that they all do. I think Davis is more of your short yardage guy to some degree. Although, you know, Montgomery, I, I think, is not afraid of any contact and can stick his nose in there. And then
2: Montgomery is that middle piece. He is the one that makes the other two equal. You know what I'm saying? You've got one on, that's your scat back, you've got one power back, and you've got one that does it all. Mm-hmm. You can do both. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree, and but I think that the best part about all three of them is that they they all have no limitations. They can all go out in a the pattern. They can all run a real route. They can all beat a DB. They can all beat a linebacker,
2: and they can, can spread. It. You can you can line them up outside, and feel okay right. about it. Right.
0: I mean, there's going to be a ton of times when we're when we come out in a two back set, and then. Both of the running backs go out into and and go out into uh, a, a route,
1: you know. Oh, we've got weapons all over the place, it's, and it's it's. Um, I was in some discussion on Twitter today. I had Chargers fans coming at me, Vikings fans, and I forget the other fan, but they're like, I think uh, Daniel Jeremiah put out something. What team has this, 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 and this? I said the Bears with a little gif and. uh Fans started saying, "Oh, you don't have a quarterback." From other teams like the Chargers and all this stuff, I started firing back at them a little bit. But the the perception outside of our fandom is that we don't have a quarterback, and that's some of the national stuff too. That's um, fine. We'll see. Oh yeah, no, no, it doesn't like matter in the whole scheme of things. What what, what people think because it it's all gonna be proven on the field. But there's
2: all I got to say. To that tell me what
1: Philip Rivers is won. Oh, I, that's what I told the Chargers. fans. Like, <laughs> I, I, how, how did it feel? It must have sucked to lose Drew Brees. Right. I mean,
0: uh, there's a, I mean, you know, who who besides Vikings fans thinks that they have a quarterback?
1: No, I I again, I think Mitch is going to no. be okay. But I mean, right. sort I think I think Nagy's actually putting more pressure on him by by handling it this way because there's not there's no like I had reps in the preseason. There's not none of that. Like you're you're getting put to the fire, kid. And I, I think he's actually is under more pressure with the way this is being handled.
2: I think the press is salty because they don't have anything to write about. He's he he's under pressure because he's the
0: quarterback of the Bears. I mean, yeah. No, I just it, think- it, it's it's the I mean, to say that to say Nagy's creating more pressure for him is kind of like saying that that you know Nagy and Pace created more pressure for the kickers. Th- that pressure is there.
1: Well, like, I, he might not. The pressure of the fan base isn't going to be an issue, but I'm just saying there's going to there's. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's going to be more scrutiny. There's going to be right. more under a microscope. Well,
0: the, the number that that pressure came when Ryan Pace picked him number two, yep. and moved up to take him. So that was already there. That yep. pressure that pressure was compounded when he became the quarterback for the Chicago Bears because that's an extremely high high pressure situation. Um, you know, one of the one of the more high-profile, high-pressure positions in all of sports. Number three, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes tearing it up put an enormous amount of pressure on him to to be the guy who's you know who's worth getting picked above those guys, even though it's really immaterial. And I I will go you know go down swinging telling you that if Pat Mahomes was drafted into Dowell Loggins and John Fox's Bears with those receivers he would not but, be the quarterback that he is today because the Chiefs had to break his ass down mechanically they you know they they, they he was a project everybody thinks that he's just I thought he product. was
1: risky coming I thought he was another Jake Cutler it, coming it was, out of college. read the art, read the articles the man. Biggest, read the, Read the Chiefs bloggers
0: freaking out about him throwing picks in practice and looking terrible and his mechanics are terrible. And it's like I agree with Mark Schofield that, you know, people when we talk about bad mechanics, you know, they only matter when they matter. Right. But at the right. same time, there was article after article about Mahomes written that, whoa, 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 like this guy is a mess mechanically and yeah, and Mitch coming out of college did
1: look did look like the most pro ready because Watson was a little unorthodox, but I, I thought Watson would be the better immediate player, but Mitch had a higher ceiling when I was looking at all the quarterbacks, but let's Mitch not, did look like he looked like the most pro ready quarterback out of the three.
2: Let's not forget As, what the biggest pressure is for him. You just went twelve and four. The whole world knows you have a Super Bowl caliber defense ready. And it's up to you. I mean, if you fuck it up everybody's gonna see it everybody's gonna know it and everybody's gonna know it was you well you know what that that pressure started last year already
0: like you know it started last year when towards the end of the season after they I, honestly for me when things changed for mitch last year when shit got real was the rams game because he he really almost fucked that up <laughs> i mean both the quarterbacks several played. times Right,
2: but both the quarterbacks played terribly. But Jared Goff was, yeah, Jared Goff does not get he's Teflon or some shit because he doesn't get any of the scrutiny that he Trubisky plays in has. Los Angeles. Nobody cares. Uh, nobody
0: Mitch. cares about the Rams.
1: There wasn't no, a lot of uh, Parky took a lot of heat off of Mitch too. Mitch did put us in position to win, but Mitch didn't play great uh, the first right. the first but, half. I mean, we, there were but, a lot of blown opportunities.
0: Here's what I'm saying about the, when when they almost blew that game. And the defense played their asses off, and they shut down, you know, the at the best offense in football at that time, and you they not just shut Goff,
1: it down, making it look stupid. Right,
0: and and they manhandled Goff, and they made them. I was look talking stupid.
1: about the Eagles game in the playoffs. My bad.
0: I, I know. I was talking about when things changed and the pressure flipped. I think for Mitch. Yep. Is is was that moment? And I also think that at that moment, Nagy. Pulled way back like he pulled oh, wow. back hard. Uh, and I think that was a mistake. Our
1: offense uh, was kind of stagnant there. at the... it, it,
0: Of course it was. And, and, and because he realized, oh, shit, I'm not just playing with house money. I have a defense that maybe could win it all right now. And Ooh. I can't let I can't let my my wacky naggy shit screw this up. And I think he pulled back too hard and, and Mitch got into his head and he realizes that, that he, you know, not only did he almost screw up that win, but he almost, I mean, and there was lots of times towards the end of the year where he almost screwed up 12 and four. I mean, you know, and, and they played tight, they played tight and, and bad in the first half of the Eagles game.
1: Um you know, yeah, and Nag- Nagy saying scaling back got the fan base all fired up, too. But that was so taken out of context. I mean, you I really
0: know. want to talk about fucking Evan Silva, that <laughs> douchebag.
1: I don't like, know. Honestly, I didn't know who that was until, like, everybody started talking about him. He's nobody.
0: <laughs> I didn't he's, even follow him. Nah, I was like, who the fuck is like, everybody following? I just want to get He's literally him. nobody. He's a fantasy football honk who, who tries to clickbait people into getting – them to come to his site so he can charge them $200 for fantasy football picks. Who cares about fantasy football, though? Honestly. I mean, not anybody that I care to, you know, <laughs> like, to know. I mean, I used to care about it, but, I mean, no, honestly. I'm joking, like, I'm, I, know,
1: I know people are hardcore about it. I just can't get into it. I'm glad I'm
0: not into it anymore. I mean, we're going to do a league with uh, some of the other podcasts. That'll be fun. All but, right. Like, when it, well, I guess I'm going to do a league. I'll tell you how it goes.
2: Um, the, oh, fuck. The, worst heard. <laughs> I've seen your fucking teams. Oh, really? Have you? Where? Um, <laughs>
0: uh oh. Jerry, you have my logins? What the hell's going
1: on? I'm that dude that makes a trade to have somebody jump somebody else. Right. I- yeah. Yeah.
0: You're the you're the uh, you're the oil in the in the <laughs> in the water as usual in all those situations. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's part of fantasy. Ninety nine percent of the fun of fantasy is just talking shit anyway. Like people that yep. people that get all like hardcore about it like. Oh. there's this guy, there's this comedian Sebastian Mascalco, I think I sent you guys that that clip where he's just like, you know, these frat boy guys standing around talking about, oh, my wide receivers oh, how was your draft,
1: how was your fantasy football draft, like it's like Sriracha IPAs and shit yeah, like <laughs> come on now
2: like this is, like <laughs> Jesus like it's, it's, the it's, best thing about fantasy football is the party <laughs> the right. draft party. Exactly. Let's just call serious, it just what it is. Up. Call it yeah. what it is.
0: It's it's like it's like it's like playing cards, it's like playing poker, it's like throwing bags, it's like anything else. Anybody that gets all serious about it and, and considers themselves a fantasy football expert and all that, it's like, get the fuck out of here. Like seriously. <laughs> like just stop. You know, like unless you're Matthew Berry and they write you a big fat check. To be a fantasy football expert, you're just some guy.
1: You replace you know. Dungeons
0: and Dragons for some. Exactly. I mean, it's like yeah. it's like fantasy cards. I drafted an Ace of Spades. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I drafted a Jack of Hearts.
3: <laughs> you
0: know what Like,
3: like
0: just please, just, like, stop. Like, just back away from yourselves a little bit. Like. You know, and I mean respect because a lot of you know there are a lot of people that make money on daily fantasy. I mean, it's money to be made out there. But it's, oh, the
1: NFL is making. I mean, yeah, it's great for the league. I mean, it's fucking
0: Russian roulette. I mean, yeah, like you trust know, trust me, I
1: know. Or, well, <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Like you just, you know, you you put enough fifty cent bets down. You know, eventually you're gonna you know you're gonna make a little bit of money on some days. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. At the end of the day, like just to circle back. I think that what I'm hearing that's positive, and I'm seeing that's positive is, and I'm hearing Nagy say this is, they're they're determined. They've determined what their core stuff is. They're determined what their bread and butter is. And i and I've been saying, huge. I've been pounding the table for that. And he's and he's been saying it. He said it in those words that we're we are now at the point where they have a they have a library of plays that. That Mitch feels really comfortable with, and so do all the receivers and everybody else. And that's that's huge, because like, I feel like
2: last year, there Find was... Find Allen Robinson, throw to Allen Robinson. There exactly. You,
1: you don't <laughs> want to get in tunnel vision, though, that Cutler bullshit we had to deal with. where you yeah, just Yeah, it sure sucked having
0: 1,500-yard receivers. That was terrible. Yeah. Like, It was terrible when we had Alshon Jeffrey going for twelve hundred and and Brandon Marshall going for fifteen hundred and you know fucking Martellus Bennett going for nine hundred. Yeah, that was awful. (laughs) Like I'm finally there were times in the
1: game. So what I'm saying is there were times when Cutler just got tunnelled. You don't want you don't want the tunnel vision thing to happen. This is an offense that needs to be spread around.
0: It's and that's that's not going to happen because right. this offense has has lots of options. There right. was, you know, when when Cutler was you know doing that, it was because there was nobody else to to throw to. I mean, after Alshon and Marshall, who's he throwing to? Matt Forte. Forte, 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 Forte,
1: Forte, Forte, Forte. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: So so whatever. I'm just saying, like, I feel like. again (laughs) the one thing you have to remember and i think all bears fans have to remember is you do not need a a number one a number two a number three a number four a number five a number six through 12 quarterback to win the super bowl you do not have to have that absolutely not you do not have to have the best kicker in the game you don't you just do not and guess what we're not going to have either one of those things next year and that is fine we are going to have a top 3 defense and we are going to have a lot of playmakers who can make plays and win games and i think that we have a good coaching staff and they're going to be in every single game and they have a they have they have a chance to win every single game on their schedule as long as they stay healthy and then you see where the chips fall, where they may 10 and 6, I, 9 I, and 7.
1: I'm glad you're at that place. But when you draft the first quarterback drafted in that draft, you expect that guy to be a guy that's going to be the top 5 to 10 quarterback in the league. In the third. Whether it's fair, whether the, it's fair? that's just me, I can't say that everybody thinks that way. And I'm glad you're at that place. And I wish I could be there. But. When you take the guy as the first quarterback drafted in the draft, to me, that person need should be a top ten guy eventually His at some third point. third year. I'm not. I think he'll get there, but it's not like I'd be happy if he just becomes a game manager, like another an athletic version of Kyle Orton or some shit. I don't want that. I, I don't. Long-term.
2: I don't give a shit if he's ever a number one. I don't give a shit if he's ever a number one. He if he brings a to ring to Chicago,
1: it oh, don't course, fucking Jared. matter. No, of course. Well, I'm, just I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there, bro. Just throwing that out there. I think he's Settle skilled down. enough. I think he's well, skilled laughs. enough. I, I'm not. I, I think he's <laughs> – I think Mitch is skilled enough. I think Mitch is surrounded with with the opportunity to be a top 10 quarterback. I think he, he, ha, he has a skill set, if he can put all it all right. together, with the weapons and the coaching staff that's around him. everything's there for him to do to be able to get there
0: but my thing is it doesn't matter we're putting too much on mitch's advancement as the linchpin
1: doesn't matter to you goddammit. it it
0: it, but i'm saying that's a very fantasy football mentality like not really and, and the way that every yes it is everybody judges him based on this fantasy football like if you if you wouldn't draft mitch you know in the in the you know, the top seven rounds of fantasy, he must be a bad quarterback.
1: No, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm saying when you take a guy. I'm talking about guy, the rest his, of the league. I'm talking I'm about talking
0: why
1: about he gets when, no respect. Oh, okay. I thought, I, I'm just talking about like when you take, when you normally when you take that guy at the first position in the draft, like he was the I mean, first guy from this position drafted. Absolutely. It's just, it's just expected that that guy's going to end up being the best player out of that well, draft.
0: Yeah, but look at Ryan Leaf. Look at—I mean, there's countless examples that's that a of buff, guys. Though. That's
1: what I'm look saying. Look at the
2: '82 draft. I mean, look at the '82 draft. If you want to go into that route, well, I was four, Jared. I mean, to Thinking to about Mar- that shit. Well, Google it. Marinovich, uh, Jim, <laughs> Jim <laughs> no, Kelly, Dan Marino. Right. right. Those that that crew of quarterbacks didn't they, win they a Super Bowl. No, but <laughs> the point being is they were drafted later. They weren't uh-huh. top picks. Joe I mean, Montana,
0: not a top pick. Tom Brady, like, like barely a pick. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's all up to the quarterback to make that. This shit is witchcraft. I mean, it's just, right. It, you yeah, lucky we'll, too. We'll get to it, you know. But, but the same thing with kickers. There's no science to it because at some point you're talking about a human being reaching their potential, and and if there was a way to force that to happen they would absolutely do it but there's not i mean i think if you ask me what the thing that mitch is is missing right now is he's missing that kind of that blind faith that that he needs to to make the big throws like there's just this there's something like he he does it occasionally But it only happens when he's forced to, like when the game's on the line or he has to come back or and his and his brain switches off and he just trusts the play and he trusts, you know, I mean, some of those throws that everybody's so hyped about from the fourth quarter to Allen Robinson. There was no thought. It was just, oh, there's my guy. I'm about to get hit. I'm fucking throwing it.
1: Sometimes and, you got to just play football.
0: But that's what there I'm saying. You is that's where there you go. There you go. That's where he has to get to is where he has to stop thinking so much. And, you know, and I think that's – and I honestly think that that is where he that's is coming. headed. And that is where – because he's not thinking about – I mean, it, you know, I literally think, you know, there was lots of times last year in camp and, and during the season that his head was absolutely spinning. And – you know and but at the end of the day he still looked pretty good at times given all that and then I th- think you know what 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 still to me gives me faith in him is that his bounce back after bad plays is is some of the best I've seen from any Bears quarterback that I've ever seen when he makes a bad play he comes back and generally he has a good answer for it the next time around he doesn't doesn't continue to you know, and I think part of that's having a good play caller. Um, part of that's, that's having talent around you. But that, I bounce, just also, that
1: bounce back happens later in the games. Though. That's one thing I do want to see is a consistent four quarters.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know? I mean, he came out on fire versus the Packers in the first game last season, and then he looked like shit.
1: Tampa mean, went to, after Tampa happened. I was like, man, I could I could watch this right. every week. But you
0: but you can't I mean, just like all of us. Jim's exactly. But to expect that every game is just not realistic. I mean, not That's even Drew, not, not even man. Drew Brees does that. Drew Brees has games where he throws for a hundred yards. <laughs> like, it happened. It happens in season. It's happened in seasons where Drew Brees has thrown for five thousand yards. That he's had that one or two games where it's like, Drew Brees was sixteen for like twenty-five for hundred and forty-five yards and one pick. You know, like it just it happens sometimes. Like, it, you know, it, and I think what you have to, what I want to see and what I think you will see is so he goes out and he makes a mistake. The defense bails him out. What does he do on the next drive? Does he go out and, and at least get a field goal? Does he go out and, and, and give the defense some rest by putting together a
2: 60 yard drive? And, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't spiral like, Jay Cutler did sometimes, in other quarterbacks. No, do under absolutely, pressure. it's not, not like he doesn't put one play together where it's like in the whole game you just know that he's going to try to throw himself out or throw himself into a game when really he's throwing the whole team out. Well, but then that's partially
0: because he he has a much better relationship with his coach, Jay. That Jay you know, Jay, no matter it's the, the same situation, thing with Park
2: uh, right. Cousins, in my opinion, mm-hmm. he'll throw you in. I'm not going to lie though, I wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't mind Trubisky with Cutler's cannon. I'm not gonna lie. With this, yeah, but but there was times the where we have. the opposite
0: of what Jay Cutler needed. Jay Cutler trusted his arm so much that he would he would trust his arm to do things that weren't there, like, you know, like yeah. he, he he would you know he he would throw himself out of games as well. I'm not saying and his then, head.
1: I'm saying his arm.
0: Okay, yeah, but I just huh? again that's kind of. Like, it's it's cool to say that, you know, but we're not, you know, we're not like building a perfect quarterback robot like, you know, I mean, he robot. is what he is. He's so I don't know. I mean, you could talk about it as much <laughs> as you want. I mean, you could talk at the end of the day. All I know is it's and on September 5th. It's going to be live and we're going to see what we're going to see.
1: Oh yeah, man. I, and, um, I, and I hope to see it's like Nagy will be a genius if Mitch comes out firing, right? But then the <laughs> scrutiny will come that they didn't play the starters enough in the preseason. And it, the same, it, it, it doesn't the come out well.
0: That's the beauty of football though, too, is that and all the games get played and then people like us and and people who oh. get paid to do it they they you know we analyze the shit out of it
1: the and, anticipation and, is going to kill us leading up to that game we're just it's like, already like,
0: killing us
1: yeah oh man oh my god
0: i mean you know we're, we're already like we don't even i don't even want to watch any more preseason games I, oh, I hear you like i mean it's just i don't want to watch like i'm i'm tired of it i just want to see them play
2: the game yeah, but they are important for those the other guys trying to make that 53.
0: Yeah, but you I don't gotta really do give a shit. Because if if, if, if all of a sudden is the season is depending on our fifth and sixth receivers, we're fucked. <laughs> so, like, I know that three, four years down the line that's important, maybe two years down the line. But this is the window right now. Like, you know...
1: They, it's it's so, great for our backups, though, from the standpoint that they're getting so they are getting a lot sure. of reps. Those guys that do make the team when they do need to come <laughs> in, they're at least they're they're repped up.
2: Quality so reps, backup, not just not just reps. Quality exactly. reps
1: against starters. That's actually I mean, building are uh, building our depth in a sense. Although
0: too. although I did I I do think that um, I've heard I think Haltech actually made this point is that. You know, you are – that's why – partially why the special teams look so bad is because you're missing the starters who sometimes play on special teams. That like, is the one thing
1: that still bugs me about this having
0: game. Having an all second and third string Four
1: penalties teams, last preseason game from special teams.
0: Horrible. Tabor sucks. Uh, Tabor is trash. I'm tired of this dude. Yeah. Where's like, he from? Cleveland. Cleveland. What's the rule? I it should be the damn rule. You know, Gabriel, <laughs> it's not the rule. No Cleveland.
2: Taylor <laughs> like, Gabriel though.
0: Yeah, I know. There's that's why it's not the rule. Because it doesn't
2: <laughs> but I like there's the idea. One exception. The idea of the rule is
0: is outstanding. There's there's no flaws in the concept of
1: the rule. Well he went to Atlanta before he came here, so right. yeah, he
2: got he got detoxed in Atlanta. Straight straight
0: Cleveland. Atlanta where the players play. Speaking yeah. of Taylor Gabriel, everybody's sleeping on this dude. He's gonna have a sleeping. big year. I, I absolutely think he's going to have a big year. I mean, you see him posting these—just throw the ball. I mean, dude's sleeping yeah. on this guy. This guy made some monster catches, and not just those—not just those deep catches. Yes, to the left. Not just those deep catches, but some tough in traffic, like get rocked and hold on to the ball like he's
1: this, a beast man
0: this dude is a beast like they, everybody's talking about Riley Ridley fuck Riley Ridley man Taylor Gabriel ain't gonna let Riley Ridley get a sniff like
3: mm-hmm.
0: I, I just think like you know they're sleeping on this guy like it's like uh, uh, you know it's like oh cuz he he hasn't i mean he barely's even
2: practiced <laughs> look, at look at diddy smile look at that's diddy. my
0: guy gabriel man
1: i'm glad i, I i'm happy for him man. people I already
0: did- got this guy like not on the team after this season and stuff and i'm like what like i know maybe you know some number crunch stuff is going to come up but like dude like i mean this guy's a, this guy's a player
1: like he's and he's gonna have a big mailer too that that, that injury. Too. yeah that injury though like they're saying yeah, it could be He played respect. through it.
0: He played through it. Unlike that bum Kevin White.
1: No, no. I'm saying now the ankle. Right. Oh yeah. I'm not too worried about it. I hope not, man. Like he, I think he's Kevin be
2: White. We hardly. Yeah. I Kevin posed did. the question: Was he, is he the biggest bust in Bears history? And I'll ask you guys this, so we can discuss it. Do you find him to be the biggest bust in Bears history?
1: He had limited, what did he play, two years? He came out of junior college and played in Virginia for two years. He was kind of a unpolished kid coming out of college, but he had so much potential to kind of bump him up in the draft where a guy like Enos had a lot of hype coming out of college. I know he had that 1,000, what do he have, 1,000 yards at once? Enos
0: had, yeah, Jared proved me, I said Enos, and he proved me wrong. Enos uh, had production.
1: Enos had yeah, production but he, in a uniform. Uh, Kevin yeah, White out has. College, though there, there was Kevin more. White has
0: 25 career
1: catches, like, I guess, it, does it? Do injuries constitute a bust, or does what performance? Injuries, they absolutely. What
2: absolutely injuries? Absolutely, it does. First
1: they do. I think they do. Number one, but
0: also beyond the first injury, the rest of his injuries. I'm are just
2: comparing him to other Bears
1: busts. When you when you're factoring in the argument, like. It's one thing if you're you're injured that's he was, healthy.
2: You, he was healthy last year.
1: The injuries he had though, could have potentially affected his speed. They were leg. there was leg in, in the beginning. The what I'm saying is they did not it, affect,
2: injuries they did not it, affect the speed at which he posted selfies on Instagram.
1: But what that's, I'm trying to say true. is what, it really depends how you factor in a bust. Is it a guy that played and didn't produce? Or is it a guy that was unavailable and, and didn't produce? I mean, David and, David Terrell. Uh, David Terrell's uh, up there. McCown's up there.
2: Mm-hmm. A guy that you drafted in the top ten and did jack shit. There. There's your there's your parameter. I mean, like, really jack
0: shit. Like, like, like official jack shit. Like, yeah, not like... I mean, like not like had four
2: seasons of four hundred yards. Like goes goes to I mean, a second team. Talks about oh, it's this and that, and right. Playtime's over.
0: because I caught it because mm-hmm. I caught a one-yard touchdown in practice. Like, Correct. Your playtime is this over. It's another guy. It's another guy that these guys make something of themselves on Instagram before they've done a damn thing in this Go, league. Goes to goes
1: and, to Green Bay and actually has a decent career. Who? Fucking White. Oh, uh, you shut yourself No way. No, I'm messing around. But then, hey.
0: <laughs> Aaron Rodgers have no patience for that loser. Like, he got he got babied. He no, got I'm just saying they just babied. had a receiver go down. He shouldn't which
1: even. I really like the hate fact to see Emmanuel Hall go there. Would really he's
0: not. He's in Tampa. He's in Tampa.
1: Oh, did he? I didn't see that. Yeah, Tampa picked him up.
0: I was saying He even makes the team. I mean, you know, I just, uh, Kevin White, man, I That's don't another, feel sorry for this a, dude at all. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Not one
1: iota. He's another receiver of a comp pick. The guy couldn't even do one thing right for Right.
2: Us. <laughs> Emmanuel Hall in Tampa Bay is just another receiver. Jameis Winston, can grossly overthrow. Right. I
0: mean, you got <laughs> to be Mike Evans there to catch the ball because everything's coming
2: in so
1: high and hot. No, that's a good argument, though. Best bust ever. The like the the worst bust we've ever had. It's pretty bad.
2: Twenty-five catches, no touchdowns, zero. Not right. touchdown, zip, zero. One touchdown in on a preseason game. One it's touchdown in like, a preseason I have I have the same amount of touchdowns as he does in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Officially.
0: Mm. Yes. Exactly. That's it. You know, but you got all these Kevin White stands out there that are just like, no, just why? He made $16.6 $16. $16 million to do nothing. To work, to work out. To, to get super shredded with like his Like you abs. said
1: earlier in the show, some dudes catch feelings on Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. They do catch feelings. Workout videos, pictures of people's kids and shit. I understand, but take On myself, I ain't making no money. Um, (laughs) I don't feel bad for Kevin White because I remember when Kevin White, after he got hurt, was out on on motorbikes, you know, like like riding around like a fool, you know, and, you know, he was certainly, uh, you know, he he certainly spending that that uh, that signing bonus. And and doing what you know, and it's like oh, I, he's I,
1: not he's not done yet, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, he's not done yet. You so, saw that
0: post. Yeah, you're he's a bum. Like I'm sorry, he's he's a freaking bum. Go go teach CrossFit, bro. Like you're a sick workout guy, but you're not a football player.
2: Like, All right. I mean, just that's, you know, and hopefully he saved his as money. Give, as much as we give Pace credit, we have to give him blame. That was his guy. That was his pick. 100%.
1: That was his Oh, plan. yeah. The drafts. The drafts tough, man. It's the first round of the draft. It's, and guess they, they a think crap, this is it bad. can be a crapshoot.
2: They think it's bad with White. You mess with Shaheen too. Ooh, it's bad. I mean, people. Uh, I, I was
1: I was in
0: a Twitter conversation with uh, with Jair's buddy Eric Lambert, and a couple other people were talking about uh, Emory draft picks. You know, and everybody loves to oh Emory draft picks, Emory draft picks, and then it's like then you realize you wait like, oh, hold on. Kyle Fuller, Kyle Long, Charles Leno, Pat O'Donnell, like guys like that are still in the league. Bostic, you know, still on our uh, team, still in the league. Yeah, guys that are still on our team that are Pro Bowlers. Okay, like I mean, Emory had twenty draft picks. Some of them were really bad. You know there was your Brandon Hardens that never saw the field. There was, you know, uh, Evan Rodriguez. There was, you know, your, um, you know, Shay McClellan was a terrible pick. Like, but you know what's crazy is that like, I swear to God, if 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 somebody on the Bears uniform and a Bears uniform steps onto the field as a linebacker, like every, there's a certain amount of this fan base that just turns to jello and is like. We'll just defend that person,
1: and if we're well, coming and, out of that draft. though, Shea wasn't a reach. He was a guy that had a lot of hype coming out of Boise State. But yeah, he was a he combine. Didn't he, he,
0: didn't, he was a combine star. He didn't play against any competition. Like he is on that blue field, just unblocked. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you know, and you're you're still talking about guys, at, you know, uh, Chandler Jones or. Uh, I mean, I wanted them to drive, not not at the place where they drafted him, but uh, Whitney Merciless is, has had a very solid career. Kid out of Illinois. I mean, and they and Emory drafts him. But my point is that out of Emory's 20 draft picks, he really didn't do that bad. What he did terribly was hire Mark coaches Tressman, Rex Tucker. You know, uh, he gave Jay Cutler a huge contract extension. That was a terrible plan. Um, you know, like that, that, that's what did him in, but really in terms of his draft picks, they weren't that terrible. Uh, we still got guys, you know, from, from the 14 draft, 13 draft that are on this team and are, are big contributors. Um, you know, I mean, even Jordan Mills is still in the league, uh, you know, out there playing for the dolphins. So
2: I mean, like, you know, Pace hey, has Le, definitely. But Garrett Blunt didn't think McClellan was a reach either. Oh. Oops.
0: <laughs> he sure didn't. <laughs> he knocked his ass out. But the, the thing about that I was going to say is that right now, Pace's late round picks look fantastic. The book is still out on his high picks Leonard Floyd. Obviously, I think Roquan's a hit. Um, Mitch is still, you know, jury's still out on him. I don't care what you say, you know, and I, I know. I it's a fair.
1: You know, that's a fair statement. I think jury's still fair. out on on his on his. We're all, all cautiously optimistic. I think that's right. the best way to describe it. I mean, as
0: as he has he hit it out of the park with stuff like Tyree Cohn and Eddie Jackson, Adrian Amos, Jordan Howard. I mean, he's he's a wizard in the in the fourth through seventh round. Can't front on that, but you know, first, second, third, fourth. Yeah, I mean, James Daniels looks good. Um,
2: you know, whatever. So at the end of the day, it's like it's a crap. Shaheen and Miller are both. Shaheen and Miller are both kind of. I mean, we're year two with Miller, so he gets a little leeway, but.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, Miller. Miller did lead the team in touchdowns with seven, which isn't that exciting.
1: <laughs> no, Miller's got about? a shitload of potential. I'm not. He, he has a shitload of potential, he but he's stay healthy.
0: But but is are we is he. Is it, can you chalk him up as a definite draft success right now? I mean, let's not forget that we traded up to get him.
1: You know, I think if I think if Nagy, if Nagy can get, I think sometimes you have to think outside of the box, and I think he's the kind of guy that will. A guy like Miller, you can just go tell he's him. A the, guy, the, you can he's just the go say you
2: traded up for just. What I'm saying, like a guy say like Miller though. You know?
1: But he has a skill set to beat his man on every play, right? I think he's going to be great. I'm just saying that Sometimes I, you have to I get away from him. F- you need to be here at this certain part. Sometimes you have to just t- tell the receiver, go beat your man. I'm going to hit you. That's the kind of guy Miller, Miller right, is right now. That
0: is not this offense.
1: It, <laughs> it isn't, but if you're, if you're going to coach your player's strengths, sometimes you put Miller out there and let him just beat his man. I agree, but I
0: don't know that that's ever going to happen. Like you know, in order to stay on the field, then it
1: may, the process may take a little longer for him to fit into what, what they're trying to do.
0: Exactly, but uh, you know, it, it's it, that's the, that's the question, and this is kind of a crazy idea, but could we have too many weapons? You know what I mean? Like sometimes, sometimes you know, are the you know,
2: are there when you too, have too when you have too much of something, it's nothing. Is that what you're saying? Kind Sometimes.
0: Of like- I mean, I just, you know, like, I, I would, if I was, a, if I did give a shit about fantasy, I can't really say that I would draft any of these Bears receivers that high. I think Allen Robinson's obviously the highest of them, but he's not a guy that you would draft as in like a OBJ or a Julio Jones or a Hopkins or, you Somebody know, he was me. asking me
1: about the running of uh, Montgomery, about drafting him today. I'm like, I can't really tell you, man. We have, we have a couple guys that can go. So, like right. It's not gonna be consistent.
0: It's like I brought up before. I think you you it's very comparable to some of the Saints teams where they had uh, Marcus Colson and devry Henderson, and you know, a bunch of guys. They had a they had a bunch of guys who were seven hundred yard seven to ten touchdown receivers. I mean, Colson had some big years. Um, but then you also had, you know, a, a two, three-headed monster in the backfield with, with um, uh, Sproles, Ingram. Ingram, Bush, um, you know, there was yeah. all different, and that's the model that I think we're going for, that Pace is going for, and, and it's through the lens of Nagy and Helfrich, you know, um, in this, you know, in this way, but I think that's what you're going to see, is you're, I think Allen Robinson may break out and have a thousand-yard season this year, but but i think you're much more likely to see four guys have 700 yards you know I'm 70 fine with that. right and that's fantastic That'd i mean honestly that's fantastic but but at the end of the day i don't really like if mitch is throwing the ball 40 times we're in trouble <laughs> like like I agree. that's that's not good
1: i don't so, think there's a quarterback in this league that if they came here with would- have a problem with what what, what's surrounding Uh,
0: absolutely i mean and i think that's that's a huge that's a huge thing that's that certainly has to be mentioned is that if you were to take any top 10 quarterback in this league and drop them onto this team they would insane stats they would kill it they would shred like it wouldn't matter if this defense dropped to a top 10 defense because they would absolutely like Light. I mean, if you if you put Tom Brady on this team and gave him those weapons, sweet Jesus, he would throw for six thousand yards,
1: like. It's there for him. That's what I'm saying. He, if he takes that next right. step, we're good to go.
0: Right, but 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 again, I will say this: he does not have to for us to win a Super Bowl.
1: But it would be nice. I agree. Uh, it would be amazing. <laughs> but, <laughs> like
0: like it, you know, it's like it would be like, the pure HMD. Hold my dick. Oh, Great but yeah. here's the thing: is that you know, like Bears fans have been driving a, a Ford F one fifty forever, and and we can drive that to the top of the mountain. It's sure be a not like a lot nicer to drive a Range Rover or a Maserati it? or a Maserati oh. for sure. But at the end of the day, you can get to the top of the mountain and with a, with a Ford F one fifty, you know, and that's Man. what we might have. Maybe, with a, with, or, or, or a, Maybe with a Ford. or a or a Jeep with an SRT in it, and that SRT is Mac. <laughs> it's that's not, a, it's not Mitch. You know, like, I mean that that's what that's what I think it, that that people are kind of missing in some of the national media is missing is that you got a lot of guys on this defense who are poised to have. Career years. I think mac is one of those people. Roquan is one of those people. Akeem is one of those people. I think Eddie Jackson is one of those people. You know, and so
2: this defense for 200, Alex.
1: Yeah, this defense is going to put the fear of God into these quarterbacks. And I think you, the regression, I don't want to call it a regression, but you, you may see some, if, if the defense can't penetrate on certain plays, you may see more big chunks than we saw last year. Given up, but ultimately it's going to be a it's going to be a terrifying defense for an opposing team because we're going to the aggression with the skill set we have. It's going to be we're going to have quarterbacks rattled. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: I mean, wow. there's they're going to be out there changing people's freaking nameplates. Like it's <laughs> going to be. Like, it's going to be ugly. Like, quarterbacks are going to be like, give me a different helmet that doesn't have this speaker in it because I don't want to go out there anymore.
1: <laughs> I really hope they hang up that tweet in the Bears locker room about Nagy getting tripped by Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. And I them. hope they fucking level that fuck. That smug fuck. Aaron Rodgers is the most smug. He tripped our fucking coach and then smiled at him. Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers, you piece of shit. Like, seriously, God, yeah, he's a, he's He's a smug piece of shit. Oh. Like, you know, like I. Oh, it's coming! It's coming, boys. Trying to trip the head coach, though. Really? Fuck.
2: That—that's the shit you do when you're on. When you know you're on your way out. But that's. But that's also
0: who he thinks he is. He thinks he's on that level. He thinks he's like. I mean, this guy thinks he's God. Like, you know, you think he respects Matt Lafleur? Like, give me a fucking break. As soon as. As soon. As he doesn't like what's happening, it's going right back to the Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this, this fucking guy threw the ball away 59 times last year.
2: Like, he didn't want to take interceptions or sacks because he didn't want to right. take a chance because he's a pussy. Exactly. Like,
0: I mean, you know, I, I just, like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, he's a bum. I, 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 you know, I don't wish that players get hurt. You move
1: you're out like, from Olivia Munn to go to Danica Patrick, you're a fucking idiot anyway. So... <laughs> Yeah.
2: Turn right. left, young man. Turn left.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I mean that, that hot dog challenge she did, I mean Yeah, <laughs> that should have been a keep. That should have been a keeper moment.
0: <laughs> like I mean, I just feel like I feel like, you know, if you see that
1: and you're like I didn't me, see that. Yeah, I was like what what didn't you see in her?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't want to. Jesus. I
0: don't get it.
2: Anything from the HMD Studios desk, news desk? Yeah, there? what's up?
1: What's going on? With the- uh, kind of, kind of a heavy, heavy-hearted moment, man. R.I.P. to uh, Cedric uh, Benson and Daryl Drake, man. Oh, uh, man. yeah, yeah, rough, rough stuff. It's crazy, man.
0: And a hearty fuck you to all the uh, the Thank you. people out there on the on the internet, you know, uh, big and small, who couldn't help themselves from. From editorializing, self-promoting, telling just the story, he was the player that he, they thought yeah, he would be in the uh, franchise. You know, yeah. Oh, it, bringing Fuck up that the guy. bringing up the boating incident from his like, come on, like the guy, the the guy, the guy was the one of the best. C- high school and college athletes in the state of Texas ever. Yeah, period. It was a
2: big deal. I don't man. care
0: what he did in the it's NFL. It's not even close. This is the state of freaking he, Texas. He is one of the best high school and college athletes in the history of the state of Texas. Period. He could he I could bet he didn't buy a have beer. never run a down in the NFL and and he would die a Texas fucking hero. You
1: and know then, Thomas and, Jones yeah. handled this whole thing with so much class when he he came out and said Cedric made him a better player like the and then it he defended Cedric when there was some stupid shit going on like he you know you always thought that maybe there was a little competition there you didn't know how the relationship was with him and Thomas but it was just really cool to see Thomas come out and say he made me a better player like that's how and, that's that's how it should be handled
0: and he did yeah. i mean after playing after those years of of competing for his job he was a better player I mean, he went to, you know, he went to Arizona and he talks about Michael Pittman as being a guy who pushed him as well, but, but he became a better player and, and it, you know, unfortunately that team that Cedric Benson got on was real clicky and he held out and guys didn't like that. And they were not shy about saying that. And, you know, he, he, he was, he was an odd guy a little bit, um, but like, one of the things, I don't know if you guys listened to the, to the Under the Center podcast, but Moon Mullen talked about how thoughtful he was. Um, With his interviews, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he talked about, you know, like, hey, you know, he'd ask him a question. He's like, hey, let me get back to you. And he was like, oh, he's never going to get back to me. You know, like, it's no big deal. Whatever. But He's never going to get back to me. And he would. He, like, got back to him and, you know, gave him, like, a very thoughtful answer, which is cool because you've thought, also heard. Go ahead, Jerry. I was
1: going to say, go ahead. Finish your thought, because I was gonna say you've also heard people. Yeah, once you both say just the keep opposite. fucking talking, because this is my
0: fucking segment. Go ahead. Well, you're this segment's supposed to spin us into talking about shit. I'm <laughs> messing around, bro. <laughs> but like, you've also heard—I I can't remember who it is that tells this story, but I think it might be Dickerson. I'm not—I don't know. I can't remember who tells the story, but there's a there's a beat reporter who tells this story of Cedric Benson having his best game, but they lost. And him having a big smile on his face, and then having to be reminded that they lost, you know. And that's been told. That's a story that I've heard told multiple times about, like, you know, what a what a dumb, dumbass Cedric Benson was, or whatever. You know, um, it's like, you know, at the end of the day, the thing that that should be remembered is that this is a terrible tragedy. A 36-year-old person and his and, and a woman was killed on an on a motorcycle and they were they horribly like burned like this is a this is a horrible, horrible tragedy that happened and everybody just needs to shut the fuck up about the guy's football career and remember that hey this is a human being that we know about because you know he played a game that that we all like and he entertained us and now he's dead. Yeah you- so shut up About your about your opinions about his football career, like what is wrong with people that they can't just say rest in peace, he died too young, end of the fucking story. Like that's it. You don't have to add. He never lived up to the fourth round, the fourth
2: overall pick of the. Or you you deal with it like Lance Briggs did and how Peanut did on their Instagram post, and they were class class acts, man, and Thomas Jones. Thomas Jones probably could have easily had the biggest axe to grind with him. Should he? No. No. He handled it like a pro. And Thomas Jones called
0: out a few of those people, too. Yep. You know what I mean? There was a few people that, that, you know, took it as an opportunity to promote, you know, some stuff. And it's like, that's just sick, bro. Like, that's just so sick. And the thing about Lance Briggs and Charles Tillman is they know what a Texas legend this guy was. I mean, this dude is so absolute – is is, this dude, if he never put on an NFL uniform, he will go down as an absolute Texas football legend. But he did, and he ended up having a pretty damn solid career. If he had amassed those 6,000 yards in a Bears uniform, he'd be like number six or seven all time. Like, I mean, like, it's just – anybody that t- took this as an opportunity to shit on him or to – to, you know, talk about some weird crap about he didn't live up to yes. this, that that, the other it's just it's so it's so it's embarrassing. Like delete your fuck fucking here. Word. Fuck like here. absolutely fuck anybody that did that, you know. Um
1: And I like Daryl Drake who I thought was a really good wide receiver coach when he was here. He was only 62 years old. There wasn't much detail. I'm there may be more now. I haven't looked up, but uh No, I haven't heard. RIP to Daryl Drake too.
0: And that guy was lo- beloved. I mean, He's a wide receivers coach, and you heard uh, players from all sides of the ball, uh, all the organizations. Yeah, Steelers, Cardinals, Bears. I mean, like everybody loved that guy. That guy was absolutely universally beloved. And also, sixty-two is too freaking young.
1: Absolutely. I
0: mean, it's and so you know that's that's uh, you know, but but you didn't see anybody going, well, uh, he never um, he never became a head coach. What a failure right you know what i mean like exactly like you know or or like you know oh well, he he had a drug problem probably I mean, yeah i had a drug problem. and that was the other thing people were saying well he uh you know uh, cedric benson uh, was unsafe i'm sure he was riding his motorcycle unsafe probably drunk he was probably drunk right like, it's like dude was a a motorcycle enthusiast he's got you know, probably rode a motorcycle more than any other vehicle. It looked like from his Instagram. I mean, you, know, you don't know any, but his real story. But I mean, I mentioned this earlier. And how it's a call. You don't ride a BMW if you don't know how to ride motorcycles. Like exactly. that's a serious goddamn motorcycle. Like but, those things have <laughs> those things have big ass engines. They are heavy. Like it's not a cross. Yeah, it's
2: like a hard, you know, it's Harley <laughs> ass, but it's a different version of it. You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: I mean, I don't know a ton you're about spend, motorcycles. You're, spending, you're spending
2: some fucking coin on a BMW uh-huh.
0: bike. That's yeah, that's a, that's a $30,000 motorcycle. Like, you know, so whatever. It's a, it's very sad. Rest in peace to that guy. You know, it's sad that when, we, when these things happen, we see the worst in people a lot. But we did see a lot of, you know, a lot of nice things being said. But at the end of the day, you don't want to see nice things being said about 36-year-old people when they die. Like, that's just depressing.
1: Right. So go ahead. Moving on, uh, Manual Hall got cut. I know that's not anything new, but it's something we didn't really touch on because we didn't do a pod last week. But um, there were a lot of people upset about it because of his skill set. I understand that, but like we don't really know behind the scenes if this is a guy that didn't fit into the culture of what Nagy's trying to do, then it was probably a good move. I think he's... I would have liked to see them put him on IR and let him develop because of his skill set, but I think I I don't. We didn't really get any information about what was going on behind the scenes. If he didn't, if he didn't fit the culture, I'm okay with it. Hopefully that that's what it is, and it wasn't because he is very. I think he's going to be. He has a lot of talent.
0: I mean, honestly, I think they did him a favor, like. By getting by by not dragging him through these other preseason games, he wasn't making this team. He didn't get enough reps. He didn't mm. he didn't he didn't get enough practices. He wasn't practicing. I mean, he really was not out there. Um, I know. just
1: figured they redshirted
0: him. I thought so too. But he, I, I, I mean, from what I understand, you know, I mean, you have to agree to that, right? Especially if it's like a it's low down. key. If it's a low key like well he's not really hurt thing.
2: Well then shortly you know. after after the cut though there was a quote by Nagy about we don't have assholes basically or whatever.
0: Yeah I don't know if I matched those up but I, it, well, that, he did that was that matched comment.
2: up on a diff- on Hogan Johns I think they said something about it so.
0: Yeah he just said. I, I know, found it any, interesting. We don't have any turds on this team. Right. I mean, look, there's a reason why he didn't get drafted. It's injuries and then who knows whatever else. Maybe he didn't interview well. Maybe he didn't, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, um, it's, I think they did him a favor by cutting him early and letting him get into another, get onto another team and get, you know, get a chance. Because you get cut after the fourth game and you've done absolutely nothing.
2: Your career could be over. I did find it you know, interesting that they discussed, basically, you know, he didn't even get to go back to his locker. Like, once you're cut, you're out. You're out of the facility, and they have to, you had to wait to have his stuff delivered to him out of yeah, the facility. Yeah, fuck it. Like, wow, you, know, you You don't get your playbook back, you know. that's that's You don't you don't get to go back in the building. You don't get to go get your shoes. We will get them for you. It's like, wow, yeah. that's, that's hardcore, bro if well
0: it's like it's like when you fire somebody in a regular job you walk them out of the building <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like i mean it's you know they're no longer your responsibility i mean he slips and falls and you know i mean it sounds crazy but it, it is a business you know so like from a human resources standpoint you no longer work for us so you don't come on our property you don't slip and fall on our property and sue us or anything like that you know uh but yeah it's hardcore <laughs> i mean you know, it's...
2: Uh, uh, this gives you some insight into a player's life. You know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> oh, could hell be, yeah. it could be just like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at, you know, we talked about Kevin White. You look at his, you know, he loves to be on the Instagram. Shit was sweet for Kevin White on Instagram in the morning. And then two hours later, it was like, I'm going to be all right. The grind don't stop. <laughs> you right. know? I mean, he thought everything was cool. Like, he yeah. thought he was... He thought everything was gravy, and then it's like, nope. And then, guess thing you know, ah, uh, the Cardinals have signed Michael Crabtree.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, man. It, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. it, at least we moved on from him finally. But like, you he, he couldn't even get us a comp pick, you fuck. Like, anyway, <laughs> that's bum so, status. That's, yeah.
2: What's the name of the kid we signed from Kansas City? Do you have that by chance, Diddy? Nah. The running back.
1: I didn't even take it seriously. Josh. Um, I heard the name. He's I just a rookie. Like, yeah.
2: Now he's not an established NFL player. He's a rookie, so that's why I thought it kind of interesting. Josh Caldwell is his name. I know he
1: ran a 4.740 or something like that in the um, I mean, people, people combine.
0: People put up some tape of him. He's all right. I mean, he's he's, but the, the, as we mentioned before, he's a guy in the similar mold of of Montgomery and you know White and these guys that that can do a lot of different things. But he's not on that level. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it goes to show you the Chiefs are not particularly deep at running back right now. That's I don't true. They have Carlos Hyde and. Uh, the kid the, the guy they signed from um, Miami Williams or I don't know yeah yeah I, I mean they, they I said the other day I think they could take a step back at running back I don't know that it's going to matter um they're still going to be pretty sick but you know I mean they're they're a team I mean, inside hard joke here they're a team that that could could definitely regress I mean you know you don't I mean you, you got a whole new defense. Is that Greg Braggs? they calling for Greg Braggs?
1: So, so, yeah, somebody pitching Greg, Bragg. <laughs>
2: Greg Braggs. Greg Braggs to the main... Sorry, forward. guys. It's hitting miss over here. It's all good. The- I'm deep in the, the belly of the beast. Oh, yeah, the good beast.
0: Anyway, um, I don't know who he is. I think he's just a guy to fill out a roster um, so that you, like I said, so you can put Kareth White... He, he doesn't have to play anymore, and and Nagy's got some familiarity with him, I think. So, or at least yep. if he doesn't have familiarity with him, Andy Reid called and said, "Hey, I know you guys are not playing anybody else at preseason. This is a good kid. Can you give him some run? He knows that you know he's he knows your plays, like yep. he knows our he knows our plays. You know he can you know he he can get out there and maybe you know get a get a chance. I mean it's it's a good old boys." network you know which, yeah, which i don't
1: think he's making it i didn't really no he's anything. not
0: making our team but yeah. but you know if 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 andy reed calls up and says hey i got this kid i see you got a roster spot why don't you give him a look i'd like to get him some run you know he's a really good kid you know blah 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 why wouldn't you do it you know
1: i guess <laughs> Honestly, uh, sometimes it's as simple as that right yeah, yeah yeah no um uh... The uh, Char- Charles Leno just restructured, which we don't know what that money is going to be allocated towards some people talking white hair. Um, I'm I'm hoping Robbie Gold. but um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, his wife, Jennifer, is doing great work with the shirts. Um, hit her up on Twitter. Oh, is that right? Order you some. I, I like them, man. They came in today. They're pretty tight, so... Very comfortable too. She's doing Get some great stuff it. Pretty tight. Get some I got double X, man. I don't fuck around. No, 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 no shit. She's been doing good stuff. She's been doing all yeah, the security, book yeah. drives, all types of stuff. But Leno, um, restructuring. You just wonder what what this money's going to be for. You don't. I mean, like I said, people talking it's, white hair.
0: All right. It's it's the same thing that Harry Roseman's doing in Philadelphia. It's the new way that GMs are dealing with the cap. They void years. It can turn into. into I'm not a capologist, so I don't claim to be one. But it, I, from what I read on Twitter, you know, a lot of these guys, like if people don't follow Brad, the OTC guy from Over the Cap, he's, a, you know, you want to know about comp picks, you want to know about the the status of our cap, and you know, he's the guy to follow. Um, and you know, Aaron Lemming retweets a lot of his stuff, so if you don't find him, you can find him through that. But um, <clears throat> you know uh, this is what they're doing right now they, they 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 basically make these voided years they turn them into signing bonuses and you know it can make the the back end of things a little you know dicey in the fourth or fifth year but the thing is you can keep doing it you know what i mean so um i think you white hairs the extension you're going to see you could see Danny trevathan maybe get an extension i think he's a guy that loves this organization and, and is, very, I would think, would be very prone to take a f- team-friendly two or three-year deal. Um, you know, uh, Cody. Again, I think that's what you're going to see. Maybe they're, you know, I mean, they've always had, they've had about 17 million. I think this puts them up to like 24. But, you know, maybe, maybe there's some money out there for a veteran kicker as a as a um, backup if if this Pinero thing doesn't pan out, or. You're thinking ahead to next year when you've got, you know, worry about Eddie Jackson and, um, you know, I mean, if ha ha Clinton Dix has a good season, you know, is he is he going to get take a big payday and leave or is he going to, you know, you know, sign for seven, eight million dollars a year and stay. Right. I mean, it'd be nice to have that flexibility.
1: Um, yeah. but It's cool to see guys willing to do it, though, too. the, of the Mac and long and Leno, like did they're they're completely buying in. So,
0: right. Well, and at the end of the day, like it's 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 like basically you get to have your money now.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know how the union views it, though. I'm sure there's not, you know, they probably don't like guys doing it too much. But who knows?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they, if they care or not. I mean, it's it's kind of like you know, do you want your lottery payout all in one lump sum or do you want it over, right. you know, 30 years or you know whatever the case may be. I mean, you saw Brady restructure his deal a number of times. And now he's got a, you know, now he's he's finally like you know, uh, one of the higher paid quarterbacks in the league. But he's never been right. the highest paid quarterback in the league. You know, I mean, guys, you know, guys have to be smart. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, i like, you know, it's like, you know, Ezekiel Elliott wants to make $15 million a year. It's like, well, how is that going to work out when you have no quarterback, you know? Zeke that who? will never happen, my friends.
1: Zeke who? Zeke. Zeke. Uh, Did you see that shit? Jerry Jones badly. Badly. Yeah, Zeke who? <laughs> Zeke who? Huh? No, yeah. Now no, Zeke's all mad. Jerry yeah. Jones is like, I've earned the right to joke
0: yeah exactly like you know it's like brothers like you know there's, there's there's gonna be another one right Ezekiel Elliott and that guy's overplaying his hand badly I think
1: yeah the The last thing I have is um there was an SI article done by Kalen Kaler if I'm saying that right Collar maybe um about the the I call it kicker we we discussed it as kicker gate but um it was talking about Jamie Cole, how like, uh, during the competition, some, some guys that went unnamed for this article, um, I've been saying that Jamie Cole's basically showing favoritism to guys that have been in his program. So like the guys that weren't doing well out of the kickers that were his guys were getting more positive feedback than guys that weren't involved with him before. Um, they're talking about using a trackman radar system used by pro golfers to analyze swings. So that's something kind of new that who knows if it's a proven thing or not. Um, Another unnamed source said, um, I don't think the situation will be solved or will be what the team needs until Cole is gone. So those are some pretty strong words coming back about this guy, Jamie Cole. It doesn't seem like he's very well liked by some. And the the last thing I had on it, um, that several who are active in the kicking community are basically saying Parky's better than anything we have at that point where they they had all the kickers in here. So, these are just some things that were coming out of this article, but it seems like this Cole guy is not very well liked. Well, I think another thing that came out
0: of this article that that I had a big the biggest problem with is they talked about how the Bears focusing on the 43-yard kick and focusing on the high pressure was the wrong tactic. Jay mm-hmm. Feely, Jay Feely who did put his name to the criticism, at least, because he's retired and, um, you know, he's not a bitch, put his name to it.
1: Um, and I've been to like, Terry did too, as far as like they yeah, his name. In I the mean, interview, they just said they like said they said that this is not
0: the way to do it. And it's like, OK, fair. But here's my rebuttal to that is that this is going to be a big fucking deal no matter what the Bears decided to to take it head on and to basically flip the script and and say, you know what, this is going to be a big deal that we don't control or it's going to be a big deal that we try to control. And they decided to say, we're going to control the narrative. And I, I for one, applaud them for it because Pace finally admitted, basically – that he's terrible at picking kickers. He admitted that he shouldn't have cut Robbie Gold, essentially. He admitted that the Parky signing was bad. He admitted that all the signings in between were bad. And now they are basically saying, well, we are going to take an entirely new path and blaze a new trail and and try to do this method of finding a kicker. Fact of the matter is, is that nobody knows how to find a kicker. It's 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 a crapshoot. Maybe they know in Baltimore. I mean, you know, uh, maybe they know in certain. You know, or maybe you could say that certain teams are better at it than others. But all I know is that the Vikings haven't had a kicker for about five seasons, and that guy cost them some pretty big games. And nobody says shit about that. And they just keep spending fifth round picks on guys. And nobody's nobody's making a big fucking stink about that, right?
1: Right, and it came down to right. park you ultimately, right? But I, I, it's been so hyper-focused on this kicking situation that I hope behind the scenes they are just as fixated as not putting themselves in the position to have to have a kicker win a freaking game because we really shouldn't have been in that position. There were plenty of opportunities in that Philly game to, to crack that open, and it just didn't mm-hmm. happen. And unfortunately, it came down to a kicker, but I really hope they're more... Behind the scenes, because publicly we're not we're not like hearing reason, as much. Behind the scenes, I hope they're more fixated on not putting themselves in a position to need to kick or to win a game.
2: Like recently, Pat McAfee was on his own show talking about how uh, the Bears approached him to kick. And you saw on his Instagram where he's, he's kicking balls all the time. The only reason he didn't come try out was because his knee swelled up. And that's on tape. You can hear that. So the search is far and wide you know what i'm saying
0: i just think you got a bunch of bitter kickers who didn't make the team didn't like the fact that they had to compete for their job because kickers is is like this weird fraternity you know it's this weird good old boy network fraternity and it's like oh i got a guy i got a guy come you know hire my guy you know whatever oh,
1: good old boy networks huh
0: uh, yes, I mean NFL's freaking built Just on them. Just the a good old boys.
1: Yep, that's right. Never
2: <laughs> mean no harm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Eating them pork sandwiches. That play. Oh well.
3: yeah,
0: that's but, for you know, real. I mean, sure. I, here's what I think about Jamie Cole: is that I don't know that the guy has the track record of having kickers who studied under him in the league um, to to really necessarily. But at the end of the day, I I feel like the Bears did the smart thing, which is by saying we don't fucking know. So we're going to pay somebody and we're going to put a lot of emphasis and effort into doing the very best we can to find a kicker. And at the end of the day, you cannot judge that process until the guys kick in a season. And as I mentioned before, you don't need a perfect quarterback. Well, you also don't need a perfect kicker. Go, go look at every Super Bowl team, and and I'll show you a kicker that missed kicks in the in the regular season and a kicker that missed kicks in the postseason, and and they won Super Bowls. You know,
1: I still I mean, want Mitch to be a top ten quarterback with the weapons at his disposal, and I'm, I'm okay, fine. I'm holding but, on to that. All
0: right, but he doesn't have to be to win a Super Bowl. And guess what? Pinheiro doesn't have to be a perfect kicker. To win the Super Bowl, either, or whoever kicks for the Bears.
1: No, I, mean, I just don't. I honestly don't think it should have come down to that. And I they, just hope going forward it have, doesn't happen. They to. should
0: have stopped them on fourth down. They shouldn't yeah. have had uh, all. They shouldn't have had terrible defensive penalties on the drive that that put them in that position. I mean, like you know, and we they,
1: had no business in that Miami game either. we shouldn't even been that close to those Fox. Exactly. Like we, that defense it came out it, so stale even though, that game. Even
0: though, it didn't, even though it did technically come down to a kicker in that moment, it it wasn't because of Parky that their season ended in its entirety.
1: Not but forgiving him it, for anything. I'm just saying no, we sh- I mean, it sh- shouldn't come down to that.
0: It absolutely shouldn't come down to that. And I guarantee you that Nagy, if he had his choice, would not even have a kicker on the roster. He would never right. kick again.
1: And knowing also knowing what Parky was at that point, like you didn't want it to come down to that. you know what I mean, we knew it was gonna fucking happen.
0: Right. Well, the guy was a basket case. I mean, yep. that that's the thing is that once you cracked mentally like that, you just you're just screwed. but But I just think like you know you got a bunch of bitter people who are willing to, you know to contribute to this article, um, you know, who who are basically saying, well, we don't really know how to find a kicker, but we didn't like the way they did this.
1: Yeah, it was still an interesting read. I mean, oh,
0: totally. But but, but what's funniest to me is that they could sit there and say that the Bears are making too big of a deal about this. You just wrote 4,000 words on it. So I think it's kind of a big deal. Wow. You a, know, like, a of facts. I'm just saying, like, you, you want to blame the Bears for making this a big deal? It, Every single time the Bears line up for a kick, it's going to get brought up this season, whether or not they want it yeah, or not. Yeah, it's a big deal. Whether And, and it was funny because uh, Carmen DeFalco on ESPN was saying, well, if if a, if the season ended with a quarterback making an interception, you wouldn't show the new quarterback that interception again. And I said, well, yeah, but quarterbacks throw the ball 30 times a game. If a quarterback only threw the ball four times and one of those four throws cost him the game, you sure as shit would show the new quarterback that throw and be like, hey, don't do this. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, Parky not only missed, but he missed in spectacular fashion.
1: Yeah, there's different like, schools of thought you – there's quarterbacks, great quarterbacks that have blown games with interceptions and in big moments, and I'm sure they don't replay it 50 times. And some people think you should just move on, and and Nagy's handling in his own way.
0: I mean, I think they have moved on, but they've also embraced the fact that you, in a lot of ways, you can't move on until you've moved on.
1: Oh yeah, I think- yeah. I don't have a problem yeah. with how they're handling. It. I'm just saying Correct. some people's mindset is you just move on and don't talk about the shit.
0: Right, and I think but- that's I think that's a very old bear's way of doing it. The old yeah. Bears the old Bears would probably have just kept Parky because they don't want to they they don't want to uh, waste five million dollars. That's what the right. old Bears. Yeah, uh, you,
1: he's making you more off the team than he is on with the team?
0: this
2: kicker. You think it's a fiasco with the kicker situation now, if they'd have kept Parky it'd have been ten times worse. Exactly. But if this was Jerry Angelo
0: and like Jerry Angelo would have kept this guy.
1: Well, like, it's definitely it's definitely a new a new vibe because like you, he's actually making more money off the team than he is he would have if he stayed. They're paying him more to be right. out of here. So exactly, th- that's not an old school Bears move. Definitely not.
0: Well, and and I honestly still think that if he hadn't gone on TV, he he might not have been cut that quickly. I think he might have had the chance to compete for his job.
1: I think they knew before that that was just a that was just an easy. But that way was to,
0: the nail in the coffin. Like yeah. I think that. I think that if they had gone the whole offseason, there would have been a chance that he could have at least competed.
1: I think Parky knew he was done. That's why he did it.
0: Oh, yeah. He knew he was done because, you know, like it's like it's like a Brazilian goalie or something like he can't even go home anymore. You know, if you if you lose the game. And, you know, if you're him, you could go, well, I'm probably never going to kick again, so I might as well just make sure I get fired and get this payday.
1: <laughs> you I know? just don't want to talk about kickers anymore beach. after this. I hope they get Nobody it right. Nobody wants to, get to get talk it. about kickers God.
0: anymore. But, but, but I just think what people have to remember is that what getting it right looks like is not perfection. Like, this guy can't be falling every time Pinheiro misses a kick. Like, if he starts doinking it four times and... And, and losing games, like, oh, I don't know, like Robbie Gold did before he got knocked at, before he got run out of town. I mean, he lost us games. Um, then you then you, then you you change your tune. But, you know, let's remember that the best kickers, you know, are in the 85% range. They're not 100%ers, you know, um, <clears throat> et cetera. But if he could turn into a weapon, like where Jared's talking about, or a guy that could make a 60-yarder, like, you know, like Graham Gunnar. You have to respect it. Absolutely, you have to respect it. And it changes It changes a lot of things. I mean, it's things you have to think about. Um, you know, but is is there going to be a scenario where where anytime this season Nagy, like, trusts that? I don't think so. Like, I mean, they didn't trust Robbie Gold to kick any 50-yard kicks until, like, his third season. Like, you know. Like I feel like the way it works with those long kicks is desperation forces you to do it, and then if they succeed at it, you go, hmm, (laughs) hmm. Like maybe we could trust him to kick a fifty-five yarder in another spot, but you're not gonna try that as a as a weapon until you absolutely have to. End of the half you know games in the line la- whatever like you know but you're not going to you're not going to have to earn his stripes no doubt right you're not going to give up field position because you think you have a 60 yarder until he proves that he's you know Sebastian Janikowski or you know whatever not especially not with this defense like you'd be doing yourself a damn disservice by trying to kick some 60 yarder getting cute oh yeah then, i'm not
2: saying you would do it getting, like religiously right but you have uh, the ability
0: with the guy with the leg like he's got. Like- it'd be nice. I mean, I just want the guy to make forty-five yarders. I don't give a shit if he never makes a sixty-yarder in his life. Don't miss extra points. And, and if just extra points.
1: Up, that's all. If yeah. we line up for
0: if we line up for for forty-five and in, it better you know just make your kicks. That's all I want. I, I don't. Hopefully, really,
1: our offense takes that next step, so a miss here or there actually, isn't going to be the end of the world.
0: Right, uh, yeah. It's just, I, I just hope that I mean, I know that it's no matter what it's unavoidable, but I hope that it just doesn't become like you know, what we just hope is that, you know, right off the bat <laughs> Pinheiro doesn't like lose us game one and and then it just becomes this you know, because it's the kind of thing that unfortunately could fester and be absolutely you know, and Nagy said it's like, the, you know the guy's never kicked in an NFL game, that could be good it could be really bad I mean, so let's just wait, you know, before we judge the system and and quote a bunch of, I mean, you know, these kickers, man, like, like, who fuck are these guys? Like stoner soccer players, you know, doing backflips, like, you know, telling telling people how to do their jobs like are any of these guys on NFL rosters right now? Are they going to be? Are they even in camps? No, freaking bums. Casey Bednarski.
1: <laughs> like, and that is the end of HMD news.
0: <laughs> Stay classy, Chicago. <laughs> Stay
1: classy. You're fucked
0: up. I love it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much. I, I don't know what else we could cover. I, I will say that, uh, Jerry, you're gonna be in. Uh, you're gonna be. You want to let the fans know where where you're gonna be and how to how to say what's up to you and. Uh, in uh, Indianapolis. Maybe in a minute he will. Um, Jerry's going Jared's out. going to be the out there, out there oh, the sorry. stringers. Right, sorry.
2: I'll be in Indy. I'll be at the South Toe lot. Uh, I don't know what time we're going to get there, but we're going to get there plenty soon to throw back some beers and talk some balls.
1: So yep. come on out.
2: Make yourself available.
1: Yeah. Look for Jerry. The the tailgate show. Yep, there's the tailgate, tailgate. You, baby.
0: Having a real tailgate out there. No in, show Floho. Uh, Indy. Um so so Throwing down. Let's let's see your uh your blue and orange and and represent. Um and uh maybe you'll get one of them in, enormous uh pork tenderloins that are the size yes. of a pillowcase. Uh
2: damn right. That's a thing, man.
0: At the I end- told you it was a thing, you know, like- Diner, yeah, it's, it's blowing up on Twitter. It. People are excited about this Popeye's chicken ah. sandwich, man. Let them get a hold of one of them pork tenderloins. It, yeah, was, de- nice. it was
1: decent. I had one today, but, it, man, I was like, my, my damn heart. I had two. Yes, yeah, that's just taste the that's grease in the bun, man. Like, ooh. <laughs>
0: It's well, it, it, what it is, is it's a fried chicken breast between a bun with mayonnaise and pickles.
1: I uh, hear you. Chick, Chick-fil-A, you feel a little bit better about it. But like, man, it's it's damn good. But it's like, you know, you're you know, you're fucking your insides yeah. up. Yeah.
0: I mean, I had it. I had the same thing. And I didn't eat dinner. Like I ate lunch. <laughs> I ate lunch. At I've, been full from, I've been full for two yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I, I, I had those and I, I was good for the whole day. You know, I got a,
1: home, I felt guilty, bro. I felt so guilty, I actually dusted off the exercise bike, did like eight miles. I'm like, I yo, took I'm off like that, ha- half yeah. of one of
0: them. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they don't put the calories up on the menus like they do up oh, in New York. Ah, It'd be like a thousand, that's so like a, hilarious. it's like a thousand it, calorie it, sandwich. Yeah, it
1: was good. I mean, one of those pork loins is probably just as bad, though. Damn, those things oh, all
2: you're not going there for your healthy fucking retreat. Let's just say that. Yeah. I must feel like you're
1: in like half a comb after one of those things. They, yeah, they they roll that
0: shit out like a pizza dough, bro. Like that thing is like, I can see them like tossing it, tossing it, getting the getting the breading going. Got like a kiddie pool full of oil. They gotta put that thing fry it. Like, I mean, how the hell do you fry that sucker? You get you know, no standard size bro. Serious, like, you gotta, you gotta like wear a hazmat suit.
1: Oil coming out
3: that <laughs> <laughs> like, Part of
1: that Hoosier hospitality Pagano was talking about, maybe. That's right.
3: right. That's right.
1: But right. uh,
0: but yeah, that's it. I mean, um, at the end of the day, it's just time to start the fucking season. That's all I gotta say. Oh, man, We're almost yeah. there. In, in two Girl, weeks. Man. At this time. In two weeks, the game will be over.
1: It won't matter. Look at this. Fuck around. Don't do a pod for a week, and now we're almost at the two-and-a-half-hour point.
0: Bears. This time next week, we will be talking about a Bears victory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just looking on to week two. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. And 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 a Sunday of football. That's it, man. All the fucking talk and all the conjecture and all the this is all
3: not the <laughs> trying to
0: put trying to put the rubber to the road. let it's, it. it's Packer week, right? All right, fucking
1: yeah. And we'll be there for it. That's the right. tailgate show. The
0: tailgate. show
2: will be. And uh,
1: uh, well,
0: hey, we got a sponsor. Oh, we got to mention our sponsor, Tick Blitz. Hey. com. Please go out and use the promo code Tailgate. Five percent off your tickets, any tickets you want. No fees are added. The price you see is the price you pay. And uh, we
2: appreciate all their support. Yeah, they give back to the veterans too. I noticed. That's sure They do that. some
0: charity work. We appreciate that. It's nice to see that good support. That good support. Uh, I like it. That that gets that gets a liking from me. That's true. So uh, go see Jaren Indy. And, yes. Uh, you, you, if you were in Disney any time in the past three weeks, you probably saw Diddy because Diddy was there for three solid weeks. Uh,
1: <laughs> ten days, man, ten days. Are you on the? Were you on the payroll by the end of it? You're nah, like on, man. Like it's a first like first name so, basis
0: with the girl at the Thunder, if, or the if Thunder Mountain. If anybody
1: plans on going down there with their family, it's hot in the summer, right? It's the only time I can travel. Yeah, no shit. Well, my wife's a teacher, so like she, I can only so travel. She in taught the him summer. about it being hot. In the no, sun. what I'm saying is, you stay extended an extended time. You don't feel as rushed. You can like, uh-huh. okay, we'll get to it tomorrow. It's fucking hot down right. there, man.
0: Right. Yeah. You, you can I mean? yeah. You you go to Disney, and you spend full eight
1: hours in the sun. Exactly. you hey, any Bears fans so.
2: down there?
1: Ton, man. I I ran into like people that like uh. Lived in the same area Cleo Mac was from, talking to me about that. Like, yeah, I saw a lot. I was kicking it with some Bears fans probably once a day talking Bears. So it was really cool to see everybody's excited. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully it sounded
2: better than when you tried to talk with me about the Bears.
3: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, talking, yeah. to, talking to people on Space Mountain. What do you think about the Bears? Oh yeah anyway (laughs) thanks for listening we appreciate all the support we appreciate it if you could go on iTunes and Podbean please subscribe please rate please review uh, please tell your friends please retweet Uh, we are giving away tickets on Halitech Hall uh you can, if we get to 500 followers, on Halitech Hall, Tix, Tixplit's going to give away two tickets to the Bears Lions game. Um, and if you listen to Halitech Hall, I heard you'll find
2: rumor, out... I, yeah, I heard rumor that they're giving away tickets to the Bears Vikings game. This too. is true. If you listen to
0: the show, you can find out how to enter that contest. Um, it is not going to be put out on Twitter. It's only if you listen to the show do you find out how to enter it.
1: We need that good sponsor to start doing a little promoting for little special things for our show.
0: Well, we'll see how it goes. Oh, you know know what I'm saying? If the the other thing takes off, maybe we'll get some little action. You know what I mean? Maybe we get Jennifer Leno to to give us some shirts to give away. There there you you
1: go. go. But another thing I wanted to mention before we get going is if anybody wants to either maybe send us a pre-recorded little... Segment or even wants to come on the show to tell us their, their bears origin story. It'd be really cool to get the listeners involved a little bit too. So reach out to the show DM and uh, definitely like to hear everybody's story.
2: Send it right to Brian Quinn. He loves that shit. Hey,
0: whatever, man. <laughs> uh, you can, if you want if you ever want to email us, this is duck show at Gmail. If you're like you need to send us an email, you can DM the, the show page as well. If you're on Twitter um and shout out to you know shout out to everybody that's listening we we uh we got some loyal fans we appreciate you we we're getting some nice uh some feedback and it's keeping it fun at the end of the day we do this for fun we do it exactly for the, we do it for the honey not the money and um it's when do just we hey the,
3: the, <laughs> the honey the honey
0: the honey is good on that pork I'm gonna you to tell you put a little honey oh, on that pork oh damn right snap Honey mustard, honey, what you want? How
2: you want? Indiana how you boys want? On how you want pork put up? Damn right! How do you want it? You want it fried? You want it grilled? I want, you want it. it I want.
1: You want it picked up on the side of the road for that Hoosier yeah. hospitality? I want, hey. uh, I want it
0: big as a pillowcase and. By July. <laughs> so, Damn right, bro. Damn right. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. It's just another episode of the Tailgate Show. The bars. Dead tailgate. Couple sandwiches. From a city. It starts with C. Yeah. And in the middle, <laughs> it's, it's trying to make Hick. it
1: to 2:30 mark We're at <laughs> No, we ain't making it that far. <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> Drop it like it's oh. a- <laughs>
2: So you're looking for great ticket deals. Who is it? Well, TixBlitz.com has
0: you covered. From the biggest sporting events to Broadway shows and concerts, TixBlitz.com has the best ticket selection at the very best prices out there and no service fees. So the price you see is the price you pay. Plus, TixBlitz.com donates up to 25% of their proceeds to charity. TixBlitz.com has the tickets you want when you want them. Go to
3: T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com today. That's TixBlitz.com. Every ticket, every event you everywhere.